Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another very special episode of The Lonely Boys. I am one of your titular Lonely Boys. My name is Matt, but I'm not here by myself. I am here with my co-host. And who is he? That's one secret I'll never tell. Just kidding. It's Brendan Ruppel. Brendan, how are you? <laughs> Hello. I am your co-host, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, aka Uncle Cream. Hi, Daily Hill to Cream Nation. We're recording live from the crematorium. You know, I had to go with that introduction at some point, and I guess, you know, what better time than a, than the season one recap episode? It's good. I didn't know what you were going to do because we didn't just watch an episode. But you always yeah, have something in your back the, pocket. Uh, well, didn't have to reach too far into my back pocket. It was the first thing that I thought of, and I just kind of, <laughs> you know, went went with it. So don't give me too much credit. Um, we are here not to not to watch an episode i didn't have to take any notes brendan brendan really didn't have to do anything he no kind of just homework. rolled out of bed i thought about doing something bed, for this some but i didn't really know i thought maybe i'd make some games up or i'd do something fun and i was like you know what i'm just kind of relaxed baby yeah i told i was gonna text you and be like you know we're gonna do some rankings for this one so maybe have this ready but instead i just decided not to and <laughs> we're just gonna get your off-the-cuff reactions <laughs> and have to do, have to figure it out live on the uh, yep. on the podcast you nice know I, I thought about it but i was like i really don't want to te- text brendan i don't want to talk, talk to him more to him. <laughs> more so than i already have to like this yeah is, i don't i'm already me. talking to him once a week i'm quite podcast. insufferable like, why? yeah exactly and you know i the banter is already off the charts here. You know, our rapport is great. We're a little. I'm I'm going a little rat tat. Yeah, you're going sometimes a little tat, we we thrive on in the the kind of improvisational field here. When you know, when I'm I'm being interviewed, <laughs> everyone just loves listening to all, all the bullshit I have to say. So let's let's get a little bit of that going here. Yeah, and we can afford that because you know, not not only are we not recapping an episode today so you know no rules we can just say whatever the fuck yeah. we want but also you know for the first time in a long time no guest here it's just the two no of us. no guest yeah so all the more reason to have just a super relaxed very free-flowing conversation here it's feeling a little lonely in the lonely boys studio <laughs> right now <laughs> it is that sounds like something you had prepared no not... it wasn't i didn't no, no, right. no, no. i we'll just uh, kind of just kind of just rolled out of, I, i'm telling you i didn't even i didn't even realize how genius that sentence was until after i said it and then i was like wow yeah, it was I good had to, pause to pat myself on the back a little bit yeah well speak, speaking of so, like your genius and the like thinking of things go I was on ju- just listening to as i mentioned to you off pod was listening to the choir room's new high school musical recap um hell yeah and you early up, up top you talk about the title for this little mini series project you guys are doing and i yes. thought the first swing was it was a home run i like the wild cats wild mats is it really funny <laughs> <laughs> title i, I don't know why you guys don't like it that much it was a little cheesy it's, but it if, is cheesy but it's funny if you don't know what brendan's talking about and shame on you at this point if you yeah. still don't 
Um, I was going to save this, you know, when I was plugging stuff at the end, but since it has come up organically and naturally now, I will just say it at the top of the show here. I do have a new podcast project. My um, good friend and future friend of this podcast, Matt Ligori, was kind enough to ask me to uh, take on a, another podcasting project with him. We're doing a 10-part a uh, podcast series on the High School Musical trilogy, what some are saying the best trilogy of all time, and some meaning uh, me and him both saying yeah, it's I, the best I like trilogy that too. Of all, time. all the other yeah, ones you compared him. it to, <laughs> it still wins best trilogy right. of all time. Yeah, for me, it beats out uh, you know Dark Knight, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the original Star Wars trilogy. Of course, of for Ligori, he has not seen any other other movies in his life, so it was very easy for him to to give it that top spot. But yeah, um, as, as Brendan was alluding to, we don't have an exact title. It kind of, the title kind of switches around every episode, but it is on uh, the Choir Room feed. So if anyone knows Matt Ligori's other podcast, it is a Glee podcast. Him and Amon Adwin kind of recapped every episode of Glee. They're they're already done with all that. They're still doing some fun stuff over there, revisiting um, episodes, and there's some character rankings and song rankings and all that fun stuff. So if you, if you don't know about it and you're a big Glee fan, there's so much to check out over there. Yeah. But If you like teen he, drama of like 2007 era you like this show you, you probably like that kind of content over yeah, there i just, can't imagine you were singing, watching gospel you know? Girl, but weren't watching high school musical that would be ridiculous exactly exactly so yeah but uh we in the real time the first three episodes of um our high school musical podcast have dropped by the time this podcast is released all 10 episodes will be out it's three parts per movie and then one bonus podcast at the end where we rank all the songs so if you are into high school musical at all or just into me you know you want to hear more of my lovely mm. voice check out the choir room they're all there at this point and it is going to be great like brendan can vouch he's listened to some of vouch. it already and he's he's loving it i'm the kind of insane person that listens to podcasts while i run so that's, this is what i was doing on my run this morning and it was a lovely way to start the day um, i'm getting a, i do i do have I'm, one one gripe though Oh, go, go on, please. It, please isn't, gripe, isn't gripe away. Matt Ligori the one that said that um, TV show recaps, like episodes of podcasts that are recap shows should be uh-huh. under an hour? Yeah, that's right. And which is, I, I think, part of the reason why he wanted to um, <clears throat> kind of break it up into uh-huh. three parts so we could keep them shorter. But, you know, every time we finished recording and it was like at an hour and 15, uh-huh. he was always like, ooh, man, I don't think I can edit this under an hour. That's yeah. a shame. So that's right. because I was... Because I was there, I think I right, you made him it a little, break, it, break it a his longer. own rule, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he was saying how he wanted to break it down into like almost like three TV episode long length movies. Exactly. Oh, so that. you really have been listening. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you weren't no, just no. lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm diving in. And uh, they were still like this first episode was an hour and a half. So I'm like, oh, suck it, Matt Ligori. Long famously, episode. I that's right. Talked about it on this very podcast that yeah. when I visited Brendan in New Paltz, I forced him to watch High School Musical at uh, three o'clock in the morning <laughs> when everyone was trying to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I was enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, and no one else was. Just me, you, and Rich were, were the only ones enjoying it. Everyone else was understandably trying to sleep at that moment, but we yeah. were having a great time. Yeah, lots of crossover between these two worlds. One of the many times I've watched High School Musical. So. Man, this is a really good commercial for the other uh, project I have going on. I, I, I've missed it. Everyone's been texting me uh, saying that this is so great. I love it. Everything and already. And it's just been a few days since it's been out. Not to wow. brag. I, 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 because, you know, when we first released this podcast, I was getting text messages saying like hate how, mail. Many, how much people. No, they loved it. Oh, and oh, now, okay. see, see, since we were already a season into the podcast, people have kind of stopped yeah, we're old news. texting. I guess I can't expect them to text me every single week and say <laughs> this episode was also great. Yeah, but, for six you know, seasons of a show that we're going to do. You're kind of dropping the ball, everyone. My ego kind of needs people to be texting me at every moment, complimenting me. So I, the I fact that I'm getting that again 
maybe I, I need to start a, a, uh, another podcast project every, week, every, every podcast. couple weeks so that, yeah, so that people <laughs> can just keep texting me. But yeah, people seem to be liking it. And, uh, you know, speaking of the song rankings that uh, we, me and Matt are doing on High School Musical, we are going to be doing some uh, some rankings and statistics in in yes. uh, this episode as well. And, you know, I... I uh, I wanted to do this, you know, I think if we are keeping track of episode grades and MVPs and LVPs, it obviously makes sense at some point to kind of keep track of how much everything has, how well-received each episode has been, and I think it kind of makes sense to do it after every season, and I think Mm -hmm. if we just kind of tacked it on at the end of the season one finale, the podcast would really go on pretty long. It was already at two hours. Yeah, the most recent episodes I put out there was like our longest one yet at like two hours and five minutes, so that would have been easily a two and a half hour episode. Yeah, we'd be holding poor Mel hostage there because yeah, we would not yeah. let her go either. We say, listen, you signed a contract to be on this episode. You will finish it out, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't have let her go. She would have been there, uh, poor I'm Mel, hostage, the whole yeah. time, just just having to listen to us. Yeah. So, but I, I've never done a a season recap before. I don't know. Like I said, there's no episode to recap. So, you know, th- maybe it'll be quick. Maybe I'll just read through all of this. We'll be in and out of here in, in thirty minutes. Maybe and, this will uh, be a laborious episode. Yeah, maybe. Oh, Lagori <laughs> will see this in his feed, and he will. <laughs> cry tears of joy <laughs> um so yeah i uh it, i my my biggest fear is that it is dangerously possible that this podcast just turns into me uh reading a statistic and then you saying yes okay yes. very well so not not to put all of the pressure on you but you i mean because i'm gonna be I, listen i compiled all all the statistics for this your job is to keep this episode interesting you know you have to if you feel the uh the momentum of the podcast is going a little stale just okay. just say whatever comes to your mind and you know we could uh We'll just have to I'll go say from one there thing. I'll say, please say hey, one thing. I've got. It. You'll say what? Hey, I've got it. That's all I gotta say. And then you'll stop. Does that make you feel better? If I no, if that's I, that's I, not going to make I, the podcast. That <laughs> might make it worse. We. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my message to you moving forward. This is not what I'm going to say. This is just oh, my, okay, my attitude okay. going into this. Oh, uh, I thought because yeah, I said. If the if the momentum goes stale, you're gonna have to say something to liven up the mood. And I thought that your big idea was like if, if we just get into a rut, you're just gonna go, hey, 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 I've got it. And then we're supposed to <laughs> like, oh my god, it's go like it's like uh, Neil Campbell's character, rather good. I like, was saying the so same happy. thing over and over again. Yes, and I'm sure that everyone who listens to this also listens to Comedy Bang Bang, but I was so happy that that was the number one episode of the year, because I remember so listening good. to that the first time around and just cracking up, and they played so much of that episode. They really did. The they of... played like almost 40 minutes of the episode, I feel like. Rather good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was rather good, and so is this podcast for that mm-hmm. matter. How's that for segues? So I guess let's, let's start getting into things. Big picture, this is the season one recap, so... I guess, how are you enjoying the show so far, uh, one season in? This was kind of your idea. I mean, it was my idea. I tweeted out, who wants to uh, podcast about the Gossip Girl reboot? And then you fired back with, no, 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 we're going to do the whole thing the from whole the beginning. Damn thing. So you, and this is your kind of, uh, your your podcast feed. You're the man behind the curtain here, producing everything and editing oh, yeah. everything. Not not doing a great job, I might say, but uh, <laughs> doing a job nonetheless. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean. So, yeah, so I. I was worried that you were going to uh, get a couple episodes in and not enjoy it, and it was mm-hmm. going to kind of stall, uh, kind of like my first Gossip Girl podcasting experience went. How yeah, you we, had a bad uh, experience. Like, out, who's to say it wouldn't yeah, happen I, again? Yeah, and I touched the stove again, hoping not to get burned, and we've made it one <laughs> season in. You know, Now that we're one season in, anything is possible, but uh, you have not stormed off. You have not refused to go on, so you must be jo- enjoying it at least well, a I, little I've bit. Well, I've stormed off, but I stormed back quickly. 
There's yes. been times in the middle of the show where I just got up in a gruff. And you do and you do edit those out. We'll be halfway through an episode and you'll just be like, that's it. I yeah. can't take it anymore. So after this episode, I've been saving all those in a compilation where I'm going to release that as an episode on its own after this one. <laughs> Brendan rants. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so far, I, I feel like I signed on to the show more because I was enjoying doing the Hobby Boys so much. I wanted to do another podcast no matter what it was. And when you put out the call to action to join you and team up to be uh, a Posha Rewatch podcast. I love that concept because my first ever podcast I ever watched was the Seinfeld Posha Recap with Robin Akiva. And, and Robin Akiva did invent the modern recap it's, uh, it's a great format. podcast, I must yeah. say. So. And that show kind of made me feel like, oh, these two idiots can do this and anyone can. And then I just really got into yes, podcasting and they, in and general. And they will that. never listen to this, so we can call them idiots. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's also warranted. Yeah, but um, I didn't know if I would even like the show. I thought maybe worst case scenario, I dislike the show a lot and I'm watching it ironically. And that would kind of bring some humor to the show, too. Because I, I, from day one, intended this to be sort of like a comedic spin on post recaps. Like some people do them super earnestly. But I thought even if you were super earnest about it, I would bring some lightheartedness to the people that are more casual. Um, Imagine I had a no humor rule for this podcast. <laughs> You'd be one of my funniest friends that has a, a <laughs> no humor in this podcast. There will be no laughs on this. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes you take things very seriously, so you you could have spun it that way if you wanted to. Um, All right. Well, thank God we do have some some laughs. Yeah, some, here, so. at least we do for between the two of us. But and so, for, for the record, for the people updating the wiki, you are enjoying the show, though. So yeah, that's what I was going to get to next. I I okay, am good. enjoying the show. Um, Someone, I recorded an episode of the Happy Boys recently with uh, Brian's friend John, and I uh, plugged this show at the end of that show. He's like, is that another show you and Brian do? I was like, no, 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 me and my friend Gagan do this, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you like it? Because it sounds like an insane thing for an adult <laughs> man to start a project on. I'm you like, know, this is the judgment we have to go through I know, every day. Yeah. People just don't understand the genius of this show. Right. And it's like, it's I, I kind of get it, because it's like, oh, I, I'm like, at a glance, I'm a, a, a hetero man. It's like, why would I start a... Gossip Girl podcast, but like when you get under this under the curtains, there's a lot more to me than that, honey. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I just I felt bad having to defend myself. I shouldn't have to defend myself starting a Gossip Girl podcast because it, the, the it's day a, it's of the guilty Im- pleasure is yeah. over. There's no more guilty pleasures Com- anymore. Watch what you want, right? And you know, and you shouldn't even feel guilty about watching Gossip Girl I, anyway. I, I Everyone does it. No, Everyone it, loves it. Right. So I'm I'm glad I started. It. I'm glad I'm getting into this piece of media. Um, and fuck I, you, I John. Maybe, yeah, I maybe would have. I don't. I don't think he was coming from a super like aggressive place. He was just like, he was interested more than anything else. He, he actually. Do an impression of what him. he sounded like. I want to hear exactly how aggressive. Yeah, you'll he was you'll hear. Here. But I invited him to be on the show okay. too. He sounded excited to be a guest on the show. Oh, so, you're you're booking guests now. I'm booking guests now, baby. That's how much I like. Not, to give, Girl. not to give people too much insight, but I'm usually the one that book the guests here because uh, you know I'm the popular one, and Brendan is the nerd that has no friends. Yeah. I mean, so, I even had to. I had to book his own girlfriend on the podcast. He he was afraid to talk to her. <laughs> we had been sleeping in different rooms for months at that point, and that kind of got us back together. <laughs> wow! Uh, so we're saving relationships too. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't think this is a super interesting aspect of this show, but like for people that don't, haven't gotten this out of the context of listening to us, Gagan does the producing of the pod, and I do the. Uh, editing like okay i guess there's nothing else to say about that <laughs> so now, now now people know the big mystery of the show those are our yeah, so titles if you guys were worried that brendan was going to go into a huge tangent on that <laughs> that's really all there is it's over it. already don't worry guy if you're if there's anyone out there pressing the uh, skip 30 seconds button stop right now if you can hear me stop we're talking about the show again it's right okay. like there is anything else to say about it you book the guests and like because there's no really no more to production than just like well next episode we know what we're doing we have to watch the next episode like it's not really it's not a super creative show 
in the right that all we do is just talk about a piece of media. No, it's not a, it's not creative at all. It's the same besides this episode. It's the same format every episode. So yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of uh, who is the guest going to be. And, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a, a thing where, you know, we do a whole season and most of it is just me and you. And then there's like, I don't know, maybe like five episodes in a season where we have a guest. But mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of interest with people wanting to be guests. We've already had seven guests so far in the first season. And that was oh, here's some more stats. First, you know, eight episodes just just with us. So. Um, it, I, I like the, the uh, what we're doing so far. I, I enjoy it because like, we we have like sprinklings of guests. Like we'll have like a, well, a you chunk enjoy of five episodes in a row. You enjoy it because at the end you sign everyone up to be on your other podcast, the Hoppy Boys. So I do like that. Getting, I'm just following them <laughs> into that show. Like <laughs> right, <laughs> you're you're getting more guests for for your other show, but and yeah, it's fun to meet all of... these new people from your little world over there and oh, uh, yeah. the Survivor community. There's a lot of fun, awesome, like talkative, like people with really cool upbeat personalities that i had never met so i'm enjoying meeting these these fun new pals right and there's a lot of interest and i don't want to leave everyone out anyone out so anyone who wants to you know any of my friends not not random people i meet on the street if they ask me to go on the podcast i'll probably say no but any of my friends or or anyone that wants to come on i'm I'm gonna say yes so they i mean we're gonna have a lot of guests we already have a lot of guests coming up in season two so this uh might not be every week some unfortunately some weeks you'll have to hear just me and brendan like Mm -hmm. this this week right here people like those two uh, people like a good balance of like hearing their co-hosts that they they enjoy and also like once in a while that might get stale and they want some some break up with some some hosts some guest hosts yes they want to break up with us so mm-hmm. glad glad you're enjoying are we guests. mostly glad booked up for uh season two um as far as like the first eight episodes go at least six of them wow. have guests and i know some people even book themselves for like future seasons too like not even like season two like oh, season yeah. three and on People have an episode in mind, and they'll book it, you know, a couple seasons in advance. And I'll say, listen, it's going to be a year and a half before we get there, but you're you're on the schedule. So yeah. So now, should should we set up a goal for ourselves in like the end of season one? This is like a year in review, uh, sort of thing. Should we set up a new sort of like guest goal? Should we try and get someone on this show by the end of the series here? Like who who would who can we reach like legitimately? Like you, you want us to get um. Matthew Settle, who plays Rufus Humphrey on the show, you want us to try that, to get see, him? See, this is this is like the kind of middle tier actor I'm looking for. Because like, we can never get Blake Lively. I mean, yeah, I think Blake Lively is safely out. Yeah, but like someone like a Rufus would be that would be incredible. That'd be really funny. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Rufus is doing these days, but uh, Blake Lively probably too famous. Penn Badgley uh, probably also too famous. Mm-hmm. Probably also doesn't really love talking about his time on Gossip Girl. Uh, Leighton Meester, I would just be way too starstruck to even begin forming <laughs> sentence for her. So I, I, that might have to be out. Uh, yeah, any of the uh, any of the teens really, you know, the Taylor Momsen, she's tough. she's busy, uh, you know touring and singing uh singing some music so don't don't think she'd be super down to come on up also she's retired from acting so uh chase crawford also don't think he uh looks back too fondly fondly on his on his time and uh yeah you know we don't even have to bother getting into uh chuck bass who uh, i don't think i'll i'll be reaching out for right for maybe day, maybe he would end up being the only one we could actually get yeah unfortunately <laughs> and I, I i don't think brandon if you were thinking of sending out the direct message i will stop you there please do not well i have to tell you there's somebody actually i'm going to patch into this call right now Oh God! Hello, Matthew. It's me. Uh, hey, hey, Chuck. I just disregard anything I said before. I, I guess. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Lonely Boys. Uh, Hi, I'm, I'm an avid <laughs> listener, and I really like. I just wanted to say that I, I love that you've been starting the, uh, the phrase, get chucked. I think that's really funny. I use that in my own everyday conversation as well. 
Yeah, we've been disavowing you, but we have been saying get chucked. We have been we have our t-shirt line hashtag Chuck Boys. So I guess we are kind of hypocrites here. Uh, I guess you're welcome. You're probably seeing some proceeds from that. You're probably getting a lot of uh, a lot of extra money. So uh, you're you're welcome. I guess. I I wasn't listening to anything you were just saying. I was about I was just uh, chucking myself during that whole thing. Gotta okay, go. great. Get get <laughs> get get the chuck out of here. I'm done <laughs> with you. This is okay. I'm, I'm, that was my fault. I shouldn't have called him. Yeah, that was fucked. I don't even. Know I already had his number before I, we started the series. Actually, that's interesting because yeah. you hadn't watched the show yet. But and uh, okay, well, well uh, glad to have him here. That was the character Chuck Bass. That was not the uh, actor who plays <laughs> him. Interestingly enough, just, yeah, I don't know how we managed that. But so I, I guess back on track a little bit here. Do you? Uh, and like I said, I did not prepare you for any of these questions in advance. So these are going to be live off the cuff reactions okay, from Brendan Ruppel. Do you have any favorite or least favorite storylines in general in the in the first season? Like overarching plots that were happening throughout the the uh, yeah, first season just anything anything that stood out to you in either a positive way or in or a negative way i was gonna say a not positive okay. way, but i guess that's just <laughs> Unpositive. means negative yes. um i'll say like this might be sort of like a recency bias sort of thing but as listeners know serena was one of my favorite characters for like the first half of the the show so far to this point and like she just recently had like a huge dive like straight up like downward nosedive uh in the oh yeah recent like maybe five or six episodes and that arc plot of um her and dan just like always on this misunderstanding um uh, and just her like not so much lying well at some points lying to dan but sometimes just like neglecting to tell him the truth and just like him being like what's going on and him being super understanding and trying to get through all this and t- taking this many episodes for him to, at the end of the season to just be like i, I know we kind of settled all this but now i, I just i'm so exhausted by you and at that plot point really just kind of exhausted me. Like, I feel like I felt like Dan by the end of that. Just like, all right, that's a, this is enough of this uh, <laughs> this personality trait of Serena's. Yeah. I, I think I, that's I, probably I, my I least favorite. Understand. Not, Especially because it went from, she yeah, was one of my favorite I, characters to so now one of my least favorite at, at this point. You I'm know, sure I, turn around. I said when I started watching Serena was one of my favorite characters in season one. But even by the end of the season, we already start to see her... Yeah. Uh, going a little bit in the other direction there and i have hope for her because she's just so damn cute like she has such charisma to me otherwise like when she's and that's more of just like what they're writing for her i think i don't think the actress herself is doing a bad job at it it's just like what is actually happening on screen is annoying me so it's not so much like i think this is a different case with vanessa where it seems like the actor's choice is what's really bothering me with her as really calling out Jessica Zor here. Hope, yeah. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I do not have her on standby here. I do not have her number. She's not on the podcast. So don't, okay. you don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, obviously, I've I've always complained about Vanessa and Serena. They're two of the characters I complain the most about. So music to my ears hearing you complain about them also. Um, my, my least favorite storylines are probably anything that has to do with uh, Rufus that isn't him just being a oh, supportive a parent one. or yeah. like flirting with Lily. Hey, anything, anytime we have... He's very hot just, and cold, like, yeah, because he can be so... He, he can be exactly like you said. He, he can be really interesting when he's trying to get with Lily and those are fun plot lines for yes. the parents as far as they go. Otherwise, it's I don't just want like, what story... are you... Like, we've had an episode with... Who was it? With Naomi that she was like, what is he even doing here in yeah, this episode? Yes. It's really so unnecessary yeah. sometimes when he's on screen. We don't need a main story that centers around Rufus where he's, you know, picking up girls at his art gallery. That was the one. Where he's yeah. talking to Allison. <laughs> that it's one just, was insane. Uh, that was maybe the, keep the most unnecessary yeah. plot of the entire keep series. Him as a, yeah, I agree. If we're ranking most unnecessary <laughs> plot points, that might have to be number one. Yeah. Keep him in the background, either helping out his kids or uh, keep him as an accessory to Lily. Right. Because we don't it, need this him. is a teen drama. Like, like, let him do what he should do for teens and just, like, help them out with their kid problems. 
And once in a while, exactly. if he wants to bang Lily, then like, let's watch that. But let's just get, actually get that on camera this time. <laughs> yes, obviously. We need that on camera. We cannot just have it implied where they wake up in bed the next yeah. morning. And from what I've been uh, hearing, that's the kind of thing I, I would see in maybe the reboot of, of Gossip oh, Girl. Yes. Plenty of sexual escapades in, <laughs> in the reboot. Uh, but we will get there. And on, on a more positive note, like it just my favorite thing about this show in general is just anything like Blair and Jenny, Power Struggle related. That's just something I've always loved yeah. watching and rewatching season one again. It's just, uh, just so good every step of the way when they have their stare downs and their little quip offs and yeah. just, just everything. Watching that Power Struggle and the shifting dynamics, just, uh, I'm always going to Yeah, I'll it. agree with that and say that that's more like my favorite part of the series so far is has been like the little chess matches that the two of them have back and forth and like we get some of the the best like you said the, the quip offs that they have because both of them are very quick and even like young jenny is really quick with her and she's like standing up to her toe-to-toe um with the the bitch of the upper east side that's and right just, uh, and you know it, uh, you know you don't know what's going to happen by the end of the series at this point but it seems like the end of the season is it maybe done like the little battle between the two of them? I don't know if that's if that's going to be a continuous arc here. Yeah, she has surrendered, but you know, I have a feeling we may not have seen the last of her. She may try to mm-hmm. creep back into the. Uh, the I would even like to see them maybe again. team up at some point in the future. Oh, because if they team up, that's an unstoppable force. Right. Those two brain powers combined, nothing will be able to stop them. I have full faith in, in them Absolutely. to pull whatever they want off. So she was um, with the summer any, under uh, her belt, and now she's a year older now, Jenny, and uh, Blair would be a senior at this point. Coming yes, into next season. Most of the cast will be going into their senior year already. And this is a six season show, so they'll be graduating high school at the end of season two. So who knows what's going to happen after that? It's a lot that. of seasons in college. Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask you if you have any big predictions for season two, but if you want to predict beyond there, do, do you predict that they, they all uh, that they all go to college and that's where we follow this? Maybe I Gossip Girl follows them, them to college. and Maybe they start college, but I, I can't imagine all of them get through all four years, especially Nate. There's no chance he gets through a year of college. <laughs> Listen, he's got money. Or maybe he doesn't have that much money anymore. Yeah, Who knows true. what's going on with his family? But if he does have money, he'll probably be able to afford his way in and out of college at whenever he wants. Um do you also right, that's a predict wild. a? Uh, I forgot about that. Like the end of this season was like his yeah. dad's gone, his mom's in the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah. Probably gonna get arrested gonna, soon too. Yeah. How is he gonna get to college? He's got no parents. <laughs> I don't he's know. He's got Chuck now. Daddy Chuck will pay his way into college. Well, that's true. Now that, that he's he's made up with Chuck, hopefully he can he can help him out. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna show up, and uh, Chuck's just gonna be following him around. They're gonna be like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> I'm his legal guardian. I'm Chuck Bass. <laughs> I'm Chuck Bass. <laughs> <laughs> uh that that's a fun prediction do you predict that uh blair and jenny will team up at any point in season two not in season two i think it's it's too soon after they have been such like stark rivals um i don't know i i think maybe there's going to be another little arc where they have another battle um and maybe jenny comes out on top this time and blair has another breakdown it's, it's, it's a good time to have a breakdown right before senior year when everyone's like this is that point in life where you're very unsure of what's going to happen next because it's a it's a turning point for sure. Well, yeah, unless uh, Blair gets left back, Jenny will be in the high school without Blair after season two. <laughs> right, and Blair's uh, at, I think we're, we're led on to know that she's a pretty smart chick. But yeah, I don't anticipate Blair being left back yeah. unless something <laughs> crazy happens. But you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. So. Uh, I guess without further ado, let's get into some rankings here. Just quick off the bat, you ended the first season going 8 for 17 on the title references, so just under 500. I told you that last week, but I just want to kind of rub it in your face again. Very uh, very poor showing for you, really. I mean, oh, wow. I guess... You, Would you over 500 were, have been a good showing? Yes, that's, that's, oh, my, that's my bar. You, you thought you were going to get, like, none, so I guess 8 is pretty good for you. Yeah. Should I... 
should I say that it's eight for seventeen, like it's uh, like it's uh, a batting average or something, or should I say that you were eight and nine, like you're a like you're a starting pitcher? Oh no, I like the the batting average better. Yeah, I mean, if this is a batting average, that's a pretty impressive batting average. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's exactly, exactly. Eight and nine is not a good uh, win to loss ratio as a pitcher. Yeah, so you're eight and nine. I'll stick with that, <laughs> even though you Fine. told me otherwise. Um, I, I think. Well, I'm disappointed in that because honestly, at some point, I was on a, an absolute roll, and then I had a super long dry spell, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you went like over three, over four at some point. Really, yeah. just tanked your numbers. Yeah. Um, all right. So, do you want to do the uh, the main character ranking? at the end or the beginning of the episode, because we are one season in, I do want to know where you feel on all of these, all nine of the main characters. Um, do you want to do that now, or do you want to kind of save that for the grand finale? I guess I could, yeah, that, that's a pretty important aspect of this show. I feel like we can we can save that for the end. All right, so let's uh, let's get into the uh, the episodes again. I guess, but before that, do you have any, because uh, the, the, the music, as in any Josh Schwartz show, is a big part mm. of the show. Do you have any uh, maybe possible... A, f- a favorite music moment in the first season at all? Um, I th- the one that comes to mind first is probably a few Glamorous, episodes ago. The acapella version by uh, <laughs> by Jenny <laughs> Acapella. Any acapella song that Jenny did, <laughs> my f- absolute favorite. Um, no, there was um, a Phantom Planet song that came out a couple of weeks ago that I pointed out mm. in, the, in our podcast that uh, I really liked that song. It, it was just like a, it's such a a throwback and also like a deep cut in a way that made me excited there's a lot of songs that are in this show that are like super popular songs from that era but this was like a mm-hmm. fun one that was not so much like a radio hit it was just like a, a song that i thought i was the only one that had, had ever heard it and then it came on gossip girl and i was very excited and if you love phantom planet boy do i have the show for you <laughs> we'll be talking about that soon enough <laughs> um yeah for me i think uh, i i've got a couple young folks in the pilot the first song that they play i cannot hear that song without just immediately thinking of gossip girl they are forever associated in my mind when we see serena on the train heading into grand central and we just hear bum 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 i remember you flagging that bum, up when we were watching bum, too bum, bum, bum. also with me at the end of victor victrola one of my favorite some 41 songs just playing yeah. at the end of one of my favorite gossip girl episodes and then of course uh you know that was where chuck makeout scene right Yes. Yeah. And then of course Moon River, which we get to score all of Blair's dream sequences, just something I'm mm-hmm. always gonna always gonna love. And uh all right, so without further ado, let's uh let's rank all the guests we've had. Uh- <laughs> just kidding. We're not we're not gonna do we're not gonna do it. Number seven, obviously, girlfriend of the pod, Nicole is yeah. gonna be <laughs> number seven with a bullet. <laughs> um it's something impressive. I mean, our guests have been a hundred percent uh female so far. Yeah, all women that- on the podcast. Right. Which I have been had seven guests and no men have been allowed. This is a so far it's been a lonely girls podcast. Right. We figured if the two hosts are going to be men, we cannot have any more men on the show as guests. <laughs> yes, they at least for the first season. We, exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you know thank you to all of our all of our guests that have been on here so far. Thanks, ladies. Uh, yeah, Kirsten, Nicole, other Nicole, <laughs> N- Naomi, Lita, Molly, Mel. In that order. Way to go. Uh. I'm no, yeah, sure. I, I kind of lumped, I kind of disrespected both of the Nicoles and lumped them together by calling one Nicole and <laughs> yeah. one other Nicole. But uh, besides that, I think that was mostly in order of, of when, yeah, they, more or less. when they're on. All right. So again, thank you for all of you. This this podcast, the episodes that we have guests are probably much better because we have uh, some actual, you know, smart insight instead of yeah. just our nonsense that we're talking about. Um, Especially with, with the, we've had a couple of guests that are from like New York City too, and they've given us some um, some actual like insider information right. about stuff we would never have known about otherwise 
even though, yeah, even though we live, you know, about an hour away from New York City and we've lived here our whole lives, yeah. we still have no idea what... It's just what not worth my time. What goes on there. I, I spend and plenty of time in the you city. You go there a lot, just but know... you're, you just are so bad with directions. You would never know where you are, what's going on. I guess. But listen, you tell me a numbered street and I'll be able to find it, baby. All right. Well, that's impressive. That, that's the kind of the whole thing. It's a grid, as they say. I'll give you a little secret. Secret. Yeah, they go in order. So if you, if you find, <laughs> if you, you know, start at 33 and you, then you get to 34, you can bet your bottom dollar that the <laughs> next one's going to be 35. Yeah. So just a little pro tip for anyone visiting the city. Uh, that's something you can only learn from from either listening to this or watching Gossip Girl. Just just little tricks you pick up. Little um, tricks. <laughs> And we also had, you know, Lita, private school correspondent, which definitely that neither of us have ever one, been yeah. to a private school. Yeah, that was, that was a huge one. Um, all right. So as far as the episodes go, there was 18 of them. And we gave each of them a grade. And I have I have compiled their, their GPAs, you know, assuming that an A is a 4.0, a B is a 3.0, uh, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I, I've compiled How long did that, like that take hours and hours of cranking away on that keyboard to really like you know um you know get the coding in there and go like a little bit of yeah, like i a- compiled the stats for the the episode gpas and the mvps and the lvps and you know i was kind of distracted i was also like listening to another podcast while doing that i was also you know in a group chat messaging some people so uh, it took longer than it probably could have if i really buckled down but it, <laughs> okay. it took me a couple hours to to get through oh, everything. wow all right which is fine because uh Usually what I do is to get ready for an episode is I watch an episode while taking notes, hey, which takes this. forever. I'm curious about your process. Then, compo- oh, okay, so behind the scenes, um, my my uh, my process is I watch the episode and take notes the first time. And so there's a lot of pausing and going on and, you know, so that I have time to get everything down that I want to say. And then after that, I will go to the wikis and the IMDBs and compile all the notes and fun facts and everything from there that I think is worthwhile to have in the notes. Um I will, you know, look at the quotes and see if there's any good contenders for Lonely Boys Theater. And after that, I will then go back and rewatch the episode, which is supposed to be just me enjoying it, watching it without taking notes the second time. So I can just actually enjoy the episode. But it always ends with me taking even more notes because there's always going to be something (laughs) I missed the first time because I was furiously taking notes. And then I see it. I'm like, ooh, I should mention that. So I'll end up, you know, so that still takes some more time. And then after that, I'll do uh, I'll decide on the what I'm going to give the grade and who's getting the MVP and the LVP. And I'll do a little, you know, short couple sentence write up for that, just so I know what I'm going to say when we get in. And so all of that, that, that process does take about like, you know, a good three and a half hours or so. So, um, yeah, it's a lot. this, yeah, this ended up being a, a much shorter process, like okay. maybe half the time it took me that, it, uh, that I usually do prepping. So well, I'm glad to hear that. that. I, well, I'll <laughs> tell you what I do before the show starts, at least. Um, I don't do any pausing while I'm watching. I do take notes, but by the time I hit like minute thirty of the podcast, I mean of the of the episode itself, you're um, tapped out. You can't. <laughs> I, I I got nothing left. So my pen's out of ink at this point. <laughs> I I'm trying to hold on for dear life of like the plot because the last ten minutes of every Gossip Girl episode is like where everything really comes together. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't. I, this is all plot now anyway. Like, there's not going to be any more jokes. Hopefully, I just I, I just put my pen down and I just I'm just trying to sit there and enjoy. And I could easily yeah, Nicole, just t- 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 hit the Nicole, pause button. Nicole told me that, uh, yeah, I guess. Nicole told me that you're literally uh, gripping onto her arm in the last 10 minutes of every episode. <laughs> every episode. Like, <laughs> very concerned about where it's going to go. Like, she has uh, kind of, like, nail marks in her arms from from how hard you have to grip <laughs> yeah. her during the episodes. Yeah. And she's it's got some in her back, some scratch marks in her back. But that's a first separate conversation. <laughs> maybe maybe right. I'll cut that out, actually. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
That's Listen, gross. you're the big editor here, so you decide what stays in and what. That, so if if ever anyone hears me kind of sounding like an idiot, it is just because Brendan has edited that, it that way. If I yeah, ever stumble it, it, it over my words, that was all Brendan. Nothing, right. nothing like that ever actually happens when I talk. I'm a true professional, and everything I say is perfect. Yeah. So every time you hear Kagan like having a normal train of thought, and then it just cuts to him going. Like that, that's me <laughs> editing over his words. And yeah, sound Brendan does have a soundboard that he doesn't really use during the episodes, but he only <laughs> uses it when he's editing. <laughs> right. Over here in the editing bay. Unfortunately. I, I, never mind. One, once again, I will try to get into these episodes. You know, I, I was worried there wasn't going to be enough to fill out this this episode. I mean, but we are already 30, 30 or so minutes in. I had faith. <laughs> like I told you. And, hey. We've done nothing of substance. It. Like, it's not good, but there is going to be substance, an baby. episode. <laughs> there is going to be an episode. There is constant um, voice happening on this. There's a lot, so, a, lot, a lot of waveforms and all that good stuff, as they say. People love waveforms. 18 Gossip Girl... <laughs> okay, shut up. 18, <laughs> 18 Gossip Girl episodes in the first season. Of course, I will uh, I will go from 18 to 1, as is customary in Countdowns. Um, do, you, do you have any prediction of what our uh, least favorite episode combined of the uh, season is? Hmm... I want to say it was episode 15, maybe. I think we all were like in the lower Bs in that one. If I'm, I don't know. That's what I remember. But I could No, you're wrong. right. That is uh, that is our least favorite episode. It has a, a cumulative GPA of 2.43. Oh. What a Rain Man moment I, g- I gave it a... Yeah, sure. That's what Rain Man did. <laughs> he predicted Gossip Girl episodes. <laughs> that's why it's that's the sequel. <laughs> I gave it a C minus. You gave it a C plus. And Lita actually bumped it up. Uh, as much as she could with a B plus. So even with Lita's generous B plus, it could not uh, get out of the basement here. It's number seven, uh, number eighteen. Number seventeen is going to be uh, Bad News Blair, the episode where uh, Blair's mom kind of fucks her over and gives Serena the fashion shoot job. We uh, gave that a two point eight. I had it at a C plus, and you had it at a B plus. Okay. Um, and those are uh, those are going to be the only only two that were in the twos for the uh, for the cumulative GPAs. Any oh, surprise yes. there so far? Uh, no, Bad News Blair was such a long time ago, it feels like now. Um, but I remember that kind of being like uh, the earlier days where Blair's mom really, really sucked. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you you did your part trying to get that up to you gave it a, a B plus. But again, not mm-hmm. not enough to uh, to give it a, in the threes even. So uh, next up, we have a three way tie in 14. So this will be the 14, 15, 16 episodes we have. Uh, they all have a 3.0 gpa wow. here and that's uh 17 candles blair's big birthday episode much i do about nothing the big finale that we just mm-hmm. covered and uh thin line between chuck and nate the big episode where everything gets revealed about uh nice. you know they think serena's pregnant chuck uh nate finds out that chuck's been sleeping with blair and uh so yeah we had uh kind of just averaged out to a pretty much a b uh okay. the thin uh the the season finale actually did have a clean sweep of all b's with me you and mel very fun. I, so I will say that even though these are like 14, 15, 16, these are pretty like bottom tier episodes as far as this ranking goes. Bottom five of the uh, season. Yeah. But with a 3.0, that's already, already way above my uh, cumulative GPA as a college student. <laughs> so, yeah, so these subpar impressive. episodes are doing better than you do in your college. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> in your right. college life. <laughs> yeah, you would, get a, you would get your papers back and your professors would be like, ooh, kind of a, a season one episode 15 here, Brendan, if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me, honestly. I'll take it. <laughs> and you prof. having not seen the show yet, you were like, I, "Okay, sure, prof." That's why I was so confused in college. <laughs> so, uh, 
Number 13, we're going back to the beginning of the series a little bit again with the fifth episode, Daredevil, a 3.15 GPA. And it's kind of surprising because we both did really love the um, the Blair versus Jenny like sleepover party storyline yeah. where Jenny steals, steals the, the dress, dress and yeah. everything. Yeah, but I think it was just everything else that really brought it down. I gave it a B, you gave it a B plus, which is pretty good, but uh, compared to everything else is uh, going to leave it in the lower third here. So, okay. uh, do, we have, 12, do we have a guess on that one or no? Uh, on the, so. No, no, no. We we had not yet opened it up to guess yet. We wanted to kind of right. figure things out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number 12. Very disappointing for me. Uh, you really tanked this episode. The <laughs> Thanksgiving episode, Blair oh, yeah. Waldorf Must Pie, at a 3.47. I gave it an A, and Kirsten gave it an A-, minus, and then you <laughs> tanked it with a B- minus and brought it all the way down to number 12. <laughs> so, I hope you're proud of yourself. I'm very... I was thinking... As soon as we, we I realized we were, like, averaging these out, I was like, oh, I, I like, really broke the curve <laughs> on that Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, this is going to be the lowest episode that has an A rating. I gave it an A, and it uh, still ended up all the way down at number 12. Yeah. Incredible. So, before... Because the next three are tied so we're going to be getting into the top 10 the next three is going to be tied for 9 10 and 11 any surprises so far obviously you're very happy to see the thanksgiving episode solo i, th- I thought it'd be more middle of the pack but i guess it kind of is but it's still it's i think yeah. it's under the halfway mark it is it is lower lower famously percentile. nine is half of 18 yeah. so once we get into this this three-way tie here we kind of break into the top 10 and we also break into the top half here so this is where it's going to start so i I really have no respect for any of the episodes until we get past that halfway point so these are all trash (laughs) garbage and let's get to the good stuff (laughs) okay great so uh these all had a a 3.5 here and it is high society one of your favorite episodes you gave Mm -hmm. that an a and i tanked it with a uh with a b but it it did not make it past that halfway point so i have to say it's a bad episode still well um, it, they're tied for nine, so it so kind it, of it is kind of it cusps on that line. Okay. If you if you break the tie here and consider it nine, then it would just make then it the top half. Okay, I guess it'll be a good episode. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, High Society, The Handmaiden's Tale, which is uh, episode six, and then The Wild Brunch, which is the second episode. Which, uh, you know, I uh, think very fondly of that one. I gave it an A minus. You gave it a B plus, and that's enough to have it because you know yeah. some of these episodes are just so good that that's enough to bring it down all yeah. the way to. Uh, I remember the it's show starting off with such a bang either. that I was like, oh, the first episode was amazing. I can't believe it was that good. Usually pilots kind of are like a little bit off. If they're not like the Lost Pilot, it'll be kind of shitty because the Lost Pilot was essentially like a movie. But usually they're right. kind of still finding their feet and then like, okay, well, the first episode was good. The second one can't be just as good. And it was almost just as good. as still a lot of quality stuff like the first three in a row from Gossip Girl season one. Absolutely. So a very respectable showing here by the uh, the second episode of Gossip Girl. Uh, next up, another, yet another three-way tie. We just could not have uh, enough differentiation between these two. They all have, and it really just above the 3.5. They're at a 3.57. So really mm. this just whole mishmash of six episodes here. They're all very close. Uh, so six, seven, eight, in whatever order you want to consider them are. Yeah, well, I guess it doesn't help that we only had two people voting on these things, essentially. Two to three. Well, these actually all had three. So we were still able to average them all out for a 3.57, All About My Brother, the episode that Molly came on to cover, where the big uh, Eric episode where Uh, he does a lot of outing and also gets outed himself. Everyone's (laughs) outing everyone in that one. Uh, School Lies, where Girlfriend of the Pod came on and the big fun uh, pool party mystery episode. That was fun. And Woman on the Verge, the penultimate episode where Nicole Horn came on. And uh, that that one I gave an A, but you, you brought that one a little down with your B. Okay. Yeah, I, I do remember, for the most part, after the Thanksgiving episode, I was like, oh, no, is this show going to start, like, sucking for me? And after that polarizing 
grade I gave it. Uh, I remember there being a, a pretty good uptick in quality in the show again. Oh yeah, there was a lot of a lot of good stuff in that yeah. stretch. And let's get in to the top five episodes oh, baby, of the season. Everyone's so are, excited. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Number five with a three point seven GPA is oh, the Blair God. Bitch Project. We both this gave it A minus, straight A minuses across the board. Uh, the big episode where Blair plans uh, Jenny's surprise party. We got Jenny's face on a big cake that and just that whole classic. power struggle. So, oh, yeah. uh, no surprise for me there that it's a top five episode. Yep. Lots of deception, right. lots of theft, lots of good stuff. Absolutely. There. Next up, we have a two way tie for third and fourth place uh, with a 3.85 GPA. Oof. We have Ramon Holiday. And the pilot. So we have the first episode and the first, yes, the first episode and the first Christmas episode. Um, I gave both of those episodes an A, and you gave both of those episodes an A minus. A little bit of a tougher grader than I am, but uh, (laughs) that's why they got the three point eight fives there. So, uh, do you agree with that? Probably. I'm I'm uh, good with that. I remember. I remember liking that uh, the Christmas episode quite a bit. And to get down a, a definitive top five here, let's just break the tie. Which do we think is better between the pilot? and Roman Holiday. I know I have my answer. Do you have a an answer here where you think one is definitively, definitively I, I better than the other? I think the pilot is so much more memorable. I'm just going to go I ahead agree. and say the pilot. Yeah. yeah, I would say we could put the pilot in a clear number three and Roman Holiday at number four. Yeah. And, you know, at, at the end of every season, we could see if any of these stay in the top five or maybe even the top ten when we get enough episodes. And uh, also we'll see what episodes are in the in the bottom five or ten. Yeah, as I think well. we're going so to have to do exciting. that. Each season is like include these in the pool and like, all right, well, let's let's keep like a tally on these things and just do like a full on yeah, series and, ranking. And so for the for the wiki freaks out there, we will have some kind of semi uh cumulative uh complete ranking of like every episode here. Oh yeah. There will be a lot of ties, but it will be, it'll be the in official some official ranking of the series too. So it, it what we say is correct. It will be canon, yes, and I think yeah. everyone will agree. Even mm-hmm. when we get uh Rufus Humphrey on the podcast himself, he will he will agree. He will say <laughs> We're going to get him there for the they... season 6 finale and force him to stay here for the entire ranking of the whole series. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh Tied for first now. There were two episodes that got perfect grades. Me and you both gave them A's. Wow. Um, uh, do you know Do you know which two they are? I don't do even know. Just... I was trying to think, like, what the hell did we both give an A? Okay, so we both gave an A to these perfect 4.0 episodes. Without further ado, Poison Ivy and Victor Victrola. Obviously, uh, Victor uh, Victrola, that's an absolute banger of an episode. Absolutely. You know, that was when you said, oh, this show's for real. We are in on this. This is mm-hmm. a, it's a, what a lot of people say, like, just get yeah. to episode seven and there's no going back. All right. That's Poison a turning point for me in general. And then Poison Ivy, obviously a personal favorite of mine. That's, uh, you know, the third episode where uh, Blair tells everyone that Serena's a drug addict and then they end up uh, somehow making up after that, where they have that big dramatic scene in the rain where they become friends again. Obviously something that we both loved. And, you know, let's break the tie here. What is the best episode of season one? I think I'm leaning more towards Victor Victrola, but I do hear what you're saying with that scene. That was like a really, that, that scene I'll never forget in the series as well. Yes, I actually agree. It is Victor Victrola, and they both have very great endings to the episode, but I think we can definitively say here that uh, Victor Victrola is going to be so the far, one so far the number one episode of Gossip Girl at the end of one season. Uh, Victor uh, Poison Ivy is the second best, Pilot the third best, Ramon Holiday at the fourth best, and the Blair Bitch Project rounding out the top five. Excellent. I, I feel like I remember Victor Victrola just like doing everything that Gossip Girl does well, and they did everything, every one of those things in the formula of like that episode. You know, like sometimes they do certain parts of it well and other parts they drop the ball, but that one was like 
everything was firing on all cylinders that episode. Yeah, it is like such a uh, definitive episode of Gossip Girl. It's like right. what you're looking for in a Gossip Girl episode. And just if uh, people forgot or are still wondering, the the bottom five episodes here, the worst episode that we have so far is Georgina's first episode in Desperately Seeking Serena when Serena just starts to go through her tailspin. Uh, second worst, Bad News Blair. And then we don't have to break these ties, but a three-way tie for the third worst in 17 Candles, Much I Do About Nothing, the finale, and a thin line between Chuck and Nate. So... The, that's our top five and our bottom five so far. Um, just for some bonus stats for all the stat heads out there, <laughs> I gave six A's total. Uh, Poison Ivy, Victor Victrola, Pilot, Roman Holiday, Woman on the Verge, and Blair Waldorf must pie. And Brendan, do you uh, want to take a guess at how many A's you gave out? Um, I want to say, well, I know we, I gave out two A's for the top two episodes. Um, and I heard you say a third earlier, so I'm going to guess three based on what I remember listening to. Yeah, you only gave three A's, only half yeah. as much as me. Uh, Poison Ivy, Victor Victrola, and High Society, the only one that you gave an A to and I did not. Yep. Um, and I want to say that my lowest letter grade was like I gave out a C one time. Is you gave right? a C plus to C plus. Our, our worst episode, Desperately Seeking Serena, and that was your... So, you're, I, I have... I'm much more spread out here. I gave much more A's than you, but also I went even lower than you because my lowest grade was also this episode. I gave it a C minus. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not proud of that. I think I, I need to be <laughs> harsher and happier. I need to be more uh, on both ends of the spectrum here next next season. Yeah, listen, I think that season one is very good. We're in the golden age of Gossip Girl. And if you're looking at episodes of Gossip Girl, you know, only if you're saying that C is like average average only really one episode for me has been below average so far yeah. and it's the one that we've uh, been hard on but you for know, some reason c feels like it's below average still though even so like i think it maybe does. b b minus is like a, an average episode and like once you get into c plus like c minus sounds like a failing episode all right so you heard it brendan is uh putting a very strict curve I, that's, how, that's how i feel a reference you, you that get only c- in college, people like, would eesh. get you are you're really mr toning it up here <laughs> <laughs> right um but yeah, so I think you don't have to worry. I think if you're don't don't kind of like uh, make yourself go harsher here and try to get yeah, more episodes. We'll, I think right. by the time we get to the end of this this uh, this series, we might have some uh, That's some true. things. That might like, be grading we used, the way like we I used should to be it. for now. Yeah, remember when we used to give episodes A's and B's? Well, this episode didn't make me roll my eyes too hard, so I guess I'll give okay. it a C plus. Like right, not not yeah. to scare anyone off, but uh, okay. So the know, grades might maybe, speak maybe to I'll, the quality of the show for now. Maybe I'll love it more like when, when we do this rewatch. But yeah, the lowest is Desperately Seeking Serena for both of us. But ironically, you know, one of the more fun podcasts that we did, Lita, was uh, very fun to have on in that episode. Yeah, I mean, so, so sometimes I feel like trashing something can be, can make yes, for a good podcast. But you, you don't want to only have that sort of vibe on the show because then it's yeah. too negative. But I think like once in a while having a, a fun, you know, joke around to say, about like, a what shitty the episode. fuck were they thinking yeah. here you know yeah and let me tell you something about our guests no guest gave an a we our guests for some reason scared to give a perfect rating i i, I don't know if they think well, what are the highs and lows of those uh guest ratings so our highest guest grade was an a minus and four of our seven guests did give out an a minus so both of the nicoles molly mm-hmm. and kirsten did give a minus and i think that just speaks to they were too afraid to pull the trigger and I give it an so, A. I think so, because Kirsten came on, because that's one of her favorite episodes, and she didn't even give it an A. And she was so mad about my grade, but she didn't give it a full 100%. <laughs> what what it is, is they're afraid that if they give an A, I, in my mind, I'll say, all right, so they're not going to like any episodes more than that, so might as well never invite them on again. But that's yeah. not true. You guys are coming on. Don't be afraid to give your A's. But don't feel like you're obliga- obligated now that we just, you know, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know what? Don't, if the next guest comes on after this is released and they give an A, they're never coming on the podcast again. Yeah, I, I bet you know the next guest is going to give us an A, and the grade for us is going to be like C minus and D for the first time. <laughs> I'm going to do like, the oh, stats. Oh, a. Yeah, I'm going I'm to do the stats for season two and be like, ooh, fifteen of our fifteen guests <laughs> gave an A. <laughs> and we averaged at a two point GPA for the two of us alone. Yeah, you know what? Edit all this out. Keep yeah. it, keep it pure. <laughs> um, the lowest guest grade was a. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any guess who the harshest guest critic was? Um, probably Lita because we had a bad episode with her. Didn't isn't that what we said? It was actually Naomi. She gave a B minus when she B-. came on. Minus, wow. And I, uh, I'm not surprised. You know, Naomi is not gonna not gonna sugarcoat anything. She's gonna. Oh, come she was, on a, she's, she's a gonna... new listener too, isn't she? A new uh, watcher. Everyone's a new listener. This is a new podcast. <laughs> fairly new podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she's a she's a new Gossip Girl watcher. And, right. You know, I will give her credit. She does not really watch the show but she still texts me which with what episodes she wants to come on for even though right. she has not seen the episodes she knows <laughs> so what, she just like reads titles and then <laughs> yes she reads the description really and funny. says okay this one sounds good i'll come on I, for this i remember one. her coming on and she hadn't even watched the series in full to that point she just watched like a chunk of episodes leading up to it yep <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so that could add <laughs> she... to her b minus who knows right very um, funny stuff. all right great guest mvps and lvps do you want to do the mvps first or the lvps um, how do we do it in the show? I guess we'll do MVPs first. We do MVPs first in the show. All right. So let's do the MVPs. 12 different characters, of course, uh, uh, across the 18 episodes, got at least one MVP point. Uh, do you have a prediction with who got the most MVP points in season one? I was recently on a streak of giving Blair MVPs, and I feel like that put her over the top. And I'm going to guess she got the most points. Even though All you didn't right, give her that well, many yourself. I will, okay, listen, do not call me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. My Blair love will not be questioned. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, all the way at the bottom, and not at the bottom, because these are MVPs, so they're all uh, positive. But at, at the lower end of the MVP spectrum here, we have a three-way tie for 9th, 10th, and 11th place. Oh, no, wait, for 10th, 11th, and 12th place. My bad. There's 12 people, so 10th. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. Okay, uh, so yeah. we're on board. 10th, uh, 11th, 12th, they each got one each. Um, and that would be Penelope, who I gave her one MVP point in <laughs> okay. the Blair Bitch Project. So good for her for getting on the board. There you go. Ru- Rufus, who you gave an MVP point to in the uh, penultimate episode for, I guess, uh, kissing Lily and having a great rock show. Yeah. And then he had fun. I think uh, that was that more same... because everyone else had a shitty episode that episode. But yeah, yeah. it still, still And counts. then in the, in the very same episode, our guest Nicole gave Dorota her first MVP point. So what do you think of <laughs> Dorota getting on the board here? I'm happy for her because she's starting to have more of a voice in this series. And uh, I think from what our fans have been saying about her, it's uh, it's kind of like, a, you know, it's it's her time and she's going to start rising out of the ashes uh, in season two. That's right. So hopefully we get some more Dorota content. I, I have a yeah, feeling she a may get more than just, just the one MVP point. Yeah, this is this one MVP point is a sign of things to come for Dorota. We hope. I think she will be getting... Uh, you know, some more accolades in seasons to come. So let's get into the next two. There is a tie, eight and nine. Uh, they each have two MVP points. And, you know, I'll just keep going with these. If you if you want to jump in with a prediction, you can jump in. If you think, sure. ooh, this person has two, I definitely know who it is. But you don't have to. I could just, uh, I'll just shout them out here. Uh, Georgina you go and, I'll do and my Nate. Thing. Yeah, Georgina and Nate each have two. Uh, Nate, I am doing all the legwork with getting Nate onto the board here. I gave him both of his MVP points in 
Blair Waldorf must pie the Thanksgiving episode and mm-hmm. much more recently in the finale with much I do about nothing because um, he punched his dad in the face so good for me for getting him on the board but literally <laughs> no one else you. not you no guest no one is no one gives Nate any respect just yeah me. well I think that's and, kind of uh, fair he has really hasn't been much of a character in the series so I just far. feel He's bad for him. I need to give him a, I need to give yeah. him a win sometimes. Yeah. I hope it gets better. <laughs> and then Georgina, Georgina gets both of her MVP points in the same episode where she was really the only one driving uh, the plot forward. Me and Lita both gave her right. an MVP. And Lita came on as a Georgina Stan at Serena. that point, didn't she? That's right. Yeah. Yes, she did. And you know what? I don't think she's changed her mind since. I think she still is a Georgina Stan. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. So number seven, this person all by himself here in seven with three total MVP points. And that's because he got a clean sweep in his big episode, All About My Brother. Me, you, and Molly all gave Eric Eric an MVP point in that episode. So that is enough to catapult him over everyone else and get him into number seven. Good for him. I guess that's the kind of episode you have where you're the clear winner of an episode and everyone else is just like way, way way in the back. Sometimes it's harder. We have a lot of episodes where it's split and there's like a... Even when we have a guest, there's a different MVP with each person. But this was one of those, one of those episodes where it's like, well, obviously, you, you, if you don't give it to Eric, you're a moron. Yeah, the clean sweep with a three-person podcast is very rare. Very hard to get three people in agreement on something. Oh, yeah. That's why it's got to be so clear. All right. And now we are in the top six. And all six from this point, yes, they are main characters. So that's to be expected mm-hmm. that they are getting most of the screen time. So they have more yep. opportunity to get MVPs. So we have a three-way tie here for fourth place. And it is, um, they are all, I guess, uh, technically part of, no, not technically part of the uh, of the same family, but there's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some incestuous okay. things going on between all, all of them. Right. With Chuck, Serena, and Dan each have four MVP Wow. Points. I was going to um, ask to guess, but I guess uh, ah, sorry. you blew it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I am so... Listen, I said if you want to guess, you jump in. Well, you, you know, it's, it's, so again, I do the editing, so I'll say, you know, I'm going to throw out a guess here and say <laughs> Chuck, Serena, and Dan uh, are tied for fourth place here. Yeah, so when you guys are listening to this and you just randomly hear an edit point where I'm talking and then you just hear Chuck and Dan, <laughs> you'll, you'll know that it's because Brendan edited himself over. And then I'll also throw in a go, go, go on Gagan's part, <laughs> as I usually do. So yeah, Chuck, Serena, and Dan all, all have four MVPs. Uh, we got on Serena a lot, so she she will be get, getting some LVPs as well. But she, you know, she's all over the place. She has four MVPs. So we were very yeah, high very on her very polarizing character. Yeah, so uh, let's individually, Dan... Got one MVP from me all the way back in the pilot, and then mm-hmm. I never went back to that well. Two from you. You gave him one in the pilot, and then also in the uh, pool party mystery episode. And then mm-hmm. girlfriend of the pod Nicole was also there to give him one in the uh, nice. pool party mystery episode. So that's where his four come from. Serena got two from me and two from you. We both uh, gave her one MVP. That's right. We both gave her I'm one MVP. In Poison. On. Yes, in Poison Ivy, which is the. Uh, the third episode that we both love. Yep. Then I gave her one in 17 Candles for beating Vanessa in Guitar Hero. And you gave her one <laughs> in Blair Waldorf Must Pie for being the most lovable drunk person of all time. Oh, the best. Yeah. Um, so that's where I think she gets her for. Your MVP for her in for beating Vanessa in Guitar Hero is one of the most <laughs> earned MVPs in the series. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, and then Chuck, you're doing pretty much most of the legwork with getting Chuck <laughs> up here. <laughs> Friend of the show. It's, I gave him one in uh, Bad News Blair, and that was because he got, uh, you know, Nate his uh, money back from losing, or not his money back, but he gave Carter Bazin the uh, big Babe Ruth yep. called shot baseball and also had an iconic basketball outfit. So I, yeah. I had to give him a good and then friend you've given episode. Him, yes, you've given him three. 
And the funny thing about the three MVPs you've given Chuck, they were all in the first seven episodes, which is before he even became likable. <laughs> so you were giving him MVPs <laughs> back when he was shitty. And then when we both started begrudgingly having to say, like, ah, oh, we're starting to kind of like him, you stopped giving him MVPs. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> you gave well, him, what do you know? In, in the first seven episodes, you gave him an MVP in... The Wild Brunch, the ver- the second episode where you said, oh, he's not sexually assaulting anyone in this one, so better give him an MVP. That's then fair. you agreed with me and gave him one in Bad News Blair, and then you also gave him one in his big episode, Victor Victrola. So hard to fault you for that one, at least. No, and hard yeah, to fault course. you for the one that I gave him. And I, I do find fault in giving him an MVP in the <laughs> second episode of the series, but hey. you. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you give an MVP to in the second episode? Do you remember? Was it Blair? Um, t- t- yes, I gave it to Jenny, who we have not Jenny, named yet. Okay. So, I haven't, I haven't uh, warmed up to anyone one of those characters at that point i think chuck maybe like was already having some funny lines at this point and i was you know I, i'm not even gonna try to defend myself you know what <laughs> chuck listen we, it's we, out there like you, you have now. to you have to live with it you have gotten chuck up to uh, a tie for fourth place here now number three and in number three all by their lonesome is... i'm pausing in case you want to uh, guess and you do not, so no, I, will, I, I, I will go on. I don't got it. Uh, it is it is Lily with five total MVP points. Holy shit! I swear, uh, I swear to you, I was just gonna say Lily, and I just like no way that this kind of well, side character is, gets it. Good for her. She had a good I, run at some there's point. Not, there's not many characters left, so uh, so by process of elimination, you probably could have guessed Lily. So um, Lily actually had the most the the MVP MVPs from the most amount of people. Four separate people gave Lily an MVP. Wow. I gave her two. Uh, for her role in High Society and also in uh, School Lies, the big pool party mystery episode. You gave her one, also in High Society. Kirsten gave her one in the Thanksgiving episode. And Mel gave her one in the finale. So uh, me, you, Kirsten, and Mel, each given her at least one, which is why she's she's a big, uh, you know, accumulator, you know? she, uh, she Yeah, she and, didn't and have... definitely one of the best parents in the show by far. Oh, for sure. And by these rankings, she is the best parent in the show. Yeah. Okay can't go against the mvps and so of course if you're if you're keeping track at home which i'm sure you are i'm sure you all have your scorecards and uh, mechanical pencils out here and you're that's how i listen to podcasts yeah you're furiously uh trying to figure out where everyone is placing we have two main characters left who uh are either one or two up here it is of course jenny and blair and and final prediction you predicted before this that blair would have the most mvps is that still your prediction i still stand by that okay so it's a tie. They each have eight. Wow. Big big jump. Lily has five. Jenny and Blair each have eight oh, MVP man. points. After the, after 18 episodes, they each have eight points. So um, let's get into Blair. I gave Blair three MVPs, and you gave Blair five MVPs. <laughs> wow. So I and like her better notab- than you do. What's very notable is that uh, no guess gave Blair an MVP point. That's interesting. It must have yeah. been like coincidentally like off episodes for her, or just like maybe very crowded episodes where she didn't shine as much in those particular episodes but interesting i think maybe uh not to uh not to you know paint our guests in a color that they don't deserve not that i'm saying anything bad right here but i think maybe they come on here and they have a little bit of an agenda and they know Fair. that blair is a very popular character blair will get her mvps but if they're coming on you know maybe you know lita comes on and says you know maybe georgina isn't going to get as many mvps as i want her to so let me let me not waste my shot here and give her an mvp you know what i'm right. saying and we've had two of our guests give like very side character MVPs also, like giving Dorota and I, f- I forgot who was, got the least amount of MVPs. Was that that other side character you you mentioned? At, it was at Penelope, but I gave I gave that one. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that was I gave that one the uh, the MVP there. So right, s- sorry that you don't agree. That's Idiot. okay. I mean, I'm I do like she was my favorite minion. 
I mean, she better be. She's head minion. There's nowhere yeah. else you can really go there. Um, but yeah, so I gave Blair three MVP. I cannot believe you've given Blair more MVPs than me. It's so Again, ridiculous. I just want to point out to everyone, sure, I've given Chuck more than his fair share, but I also like Blair better than Gagan does, so... Yes, that the, the biggest the biggest Blair Chuck shipper out there is Brendan. So I, right. I gave Blair her three and Victor Victrola, uh, Roman Holiday, and Woman on the Verge. You gave her five. You gave her one in her birthday episode, Seventeen Candles. You also gave her one in Roman Holiday. You gave her one in her big Blair Bitch project episode. Mm-hmm. You gave her one in Desperately Seeking Serena, and you gave her one in the finale, Much I Do About Nothing. You had to throw in one more to Blair before we ended the season. So yeah. that is why Blair has gotten to a tie in the first place. It is because of you. It is not because of me. I am shocked I, to say. That's, that's fair. I think it's safe to say that I am watching this show as the creators intended it. At this point in the series, they ended <laughs> wow, the don't season. don't give yourself too much credit. They, they, they ended the season <laughs> kind of saying like, hey, don't you guys like Chuck and Blair? And I say, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, they end the season with Serena staring directly into camera and saying, Chuck and Blair, now there's a couple you can root for. So I think it is very clear that, <laughs> yeah, that I'm correct in watching the show the, the way I am. <laughs> yeah, and Josh Schwartz has uh, has called you and said, Brendan, I have to tell you, you are doing this correctly. You are doing everything right. He did call me as right after we got the phone with Chuck earlier. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and then let's also get into Jenny here. I gave her four total MVPs throughout the season uh, in the Wild Brunch. I Daredevil. Split that one. Yes. The, well, no, no, no. I gave her four. You gave her three. And Naomi gave her one. Oh. Yes. I gave her one in The Wild Brunch, Daredevil, The Handmaiden's Tale, and uh, Thin Line Between Chuck and Nate. You gave her three. Also, um, you agreed with me. All the ones that you gave her one for, I had also given her one okay, for. So, so I just missed one. You gave her for a Daredevil, Handmaiden's Tale, Thin Line. Yeah. I gave her one in The Wild Brunch where you had to give yours to uh, Chuck, unfortunately. <laughs> and then Naomi came on and also gave her one in The Thin Line Between Chuck and Nate. So that was also a clean sweep. All three of us gave Jenny an MVP in the episode that Naomi came on for. Yeah, she's an all-star. She, funny enough, didn't have as much screen time as a lot of the main characters. I think there was a... a- Quite a few episodes she was just fully missing from. She misses a couple episodes. She's hardly in the last two episodes at all. I mean, she's yeah. not in the penultimate episode at all. And then she's really only in the epilogue for the last episode. So when she's here, she makes the most of it. So it's very yeah. impressive because Bla- Blair is in all the episodes. I believe it's uh, Blair, Serena, Rufus, and Dan, I believe, were in every episode this season. And I think mm-hmm. everyone else in the main cast at least missed one right yeah. jenny missed a couple nate and chuck are always uh, missing an action lily missed a couple and vanessa wasn't even in the first few episodes so yeah. yeah the only it seems four like when people they write for jenny they write for her to be a main plot line and the best one yes. or they don't write for her yeah at all. yeah um, that is a so that is a good safe point to say that jenny has the most mvps per episode acted in yeah if you're like going if you're really going into the uh the the uh this what are the, those uh, adva- oh the saber metrics that's what i'm trying to yeah, say yeah there you go I, yes if you're going into the saber metrics of anything jenny probably has the best uh the best war rating oh definitely uh, oh, yeah. vanessa the only main cast member with no mvps i there don't think that's go. very that's surprising like i don't think that's very surprising to anyone not Her. even not even biggest vanessa fan mel could come on and give vanessa an mvp um, my biggest fan listeners know now she just like doesn't hate her like we all do Exactly. Most MVPs from me, I gave Jenny four, I gave Blair three, and I gave Lily, Serena, and Nate two each. Most MVPs from you, you gave Blair a whopping five, the most that anyone gave anyone, so congrats there. You gave Blair five, you gave Jenny three, you gave Chuck three, and you gave Dan two. And uh, 
the most MVPs from guests. Lily, the only one to accumulate multiple MVP points, you know, MVPs from multiple guests. She got two total. And then uh, Jenny got one from Naomi. Dan got one from Your Very Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Eric got one from Molly. Georgina got one from Lita. And Dorota got one from Nicole uh, Horn. Yeah, so, all, those, all those guest MVPs for Lily shoot her into that third spot. Yeah, exactly. She's a, she's a big compiler, that Lily. Yeah. Uh, so let's, not to not to get negative here, but let's do the LVPs. Let's do it. And... LVPs more spread out. They're 17 total people that got LVPs and eight people total in a tie for 10th place that uh, just okay. got one MVP throughout. So I think we had a lot, uh, of, just, a lot of LVPs that were just like, I right. think we have more main character MVPs and more side character LVPs. Yeah. The Well, the more, I think it's more likely for me to give a random one-off person an LVP. Right. Sometimes not even a side character. Yeah, just like a, almost like a background actor sometimes. Right. So the eight people that got one MVP, Eric which unfortunately got one from Mel in our most recent episode. Uh, Pete Fairman, uh, RIP to Pete. I had to give him an, an LVP uh, in his one episode. <laughs> Jenny, only with one LVP from you in High Society, so go fuck yourself there. Mm-hmm. Um, Rufus with one LVP from me in 17 Candles. Uh, I gave the random hedge fund bro an LVP in the episode where he was trying to flirt with 14-year-olds and hook up oh, with yeah. 16-year-olds yeah. In, in the Daredevil episode. Eleanor, Got one from me in Bad News Blair with how she treated her daughter with the fashion shoot. Uh, Lily got one from you in Poison Ivy for, I believe she was, uh, for how she treated Eric in that third episode. Being a bad mom, yeah, at the beginning. Yes, back at the beginning. Impressive for Lily to only get one uh, yeah. LVP in those in that early episodes too, honestly. from her. And so then Dan. In that also, many episodes, but. Yeah. And then Dan also got one. You gave him one in uh, the second episode, The Wild Brunch. So all eight of them, only with one. Uh, just a small blemish on their otherwise uh solid records i mean i guess for most of them uh, hedge fund bro and pete fairman not not really with no. any solid records besides that um so yeah any any surprises so far um more so just like i said uh the, the two moms only having the one but uh eleanor is not in the show all that much and lily um really turns it around very quickly yeah there's there's other adults that we have to focus our, our right. hatred on yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> i'm we're gonna get some twos i think probably with uh, nate's parents here yeah so number nine with two total is actually Pizza Dude himself, the spooky dude Asher. Me and Ooh. Molly both both gave him one in the same episode. Nice. Uh, All About My Brother, one of the only two episodes that he was in. So he gets two total points. He's only in two episodes. So go, pretty impressive dude. feat for him. Uh, ninth place overall. And if he was in even one more episode, you got to feel like he'd be shooting you up there. You got to feel it. Oh, yeah. Before we go further into the top eight, I didn't ask you for a prediction for who has the most overall LVPs. I think that's got to be Vanessa. It's pretty obvious here. We've you've had a lot of guests even give her LVPs, so that that pads her stats for sure. And I will say, as for a prediction yesterday, and Ligori said that uh, Vanessa definitely has the most LVPs, and then MVP he guessed Dan, which he wasn't too far off. Dan was in that uh, three way tie for fourth place, but yeah. yeah, Dan did not get the most overall. Um, next up, speaking of three way ties, what a segue! We have a three way <laughs> tie for nope. Duh, man, I oh. we have a four-way tie. I was oh. so excited for that great segue. We have a four-way tie for uh, fifth place. Um, this is four separate characters. Each have three LVPs, okay. and that is Blair, unfortunately. I gave her one in Poison Ivy, and you know you may have given her five MVPs, but you also gave her two LVPs Ooh, in wow. uh, Daredevil and Thin Line Between Chuck and Nate. So, so if we're doing plus uh, minus here, we kind of end up on like even four or an even three here, right? No, I would be at a, at a 
two overall and you'd be a three yeah. overall. So technically, I guess you still like her a little bit more than me. Uh-huh. But, all right. And then, uh, speaking of parents that suck, Allison Humphrey has three nice. total LVPs. She was only in four total episodes wow. and she has three LVPs. So pretty impressive from her. Yeah. Uh, I gave her two in the Thanksgiving episode and the High Society episode. And then you uh, took responsibility in the Roman Holiday Christmas episode to give her one when I was not. So thank you okay. for that. She gets You're three welcome. total. And then now we're going to get into uh, into the section of the list occupied by the Archibalds. The worst of the worst. Nate. Nate had three LVPs, unfortunately. Oh. I I tried to get him on the board with two MVPs, but I also gave him one LVP in Roman Holiday, and you gave him two LVPs, in uh, one in Bad News Blair and one in Handmaiden's Tale. So he has three LVPs overall, but uh, not to fear because his parents are coming up as well. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Captain herself, Anne Archibald. Mrs. Captain. <laughs> has, has three LVPs. I gave her one in Victor Victrola. You gave her one in the Thanksgiving episode, and Kirsten came on and gave her one in the Thanksgiving episode as well. Very so, nice. And now, tied for third place. We have a two-way tie. They each have four. Uh, the captain himself, Ooh, another Archibald, yeah. has four. Two from me, two from you. My favorite cokehead. We both gave him one in the finale. Um, I gave him one in the Handmaid's Tale, and you gave him one in Victor Victrola. So he's got four. What episode LVPs. did he he uh, pass out? In? Was it was in the Thanksgiving episode. That was the Thanksgiving episode. Yes, you did not give him an LVP for passing yeah. out. You probably almost gave him an MVP. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also in a tie for third, Chuck four LVPs. Okay, that's fair. He definitely got a couple in the uh, pilot, I'm guessing. Yes, we both gave him one in pilot. That was the only LVP that you gave Chuck throughout the whole first season. <laughs> Just the pilot. You said, and I stand by. You said, as long as he is not sexually assaulting anyone, he is good in my book. <laughs> but even you had to draw the line somewhere in the first episode. I think that's a high bar, I, in my opinion. <laughs> I also gave him one in the episode that Naomi came on for, and Naomi agreed because she gave him one as well. So that's where he got his four from. See, all and the newcomers now, like Chuck. Isn't that funny? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> and now, it, once again, if you are keeping track at home, you know that there are two main characters left that we have not said, and it is Vanessa and Serena. Before this, you predicted that it would be Vanessa. Is Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. still your prediction? Or I do hope you so. Think... You're, make, you're kind of making me second-guess myself here. Well, I asked you the same question for the MVPs, and it ended <laughs> up being know. a tie, actually. So. When, I did, when I heard Serena's <laughs> name just now, I was like, oh, no. I'm just, she might be, she's been on a bad streak lately, but I'm, I'm going to I'm just doing a, a classic Vanessa. Monty Hall problem where at the very last second I ask you if you want to switch or not. I'm, I'm sticking with it. All right, number two with six LVPs is actually Vanessa. Oh, my fucking God. But interesting about Vanessa, Vanessa by far had the most people give her an LVP, much like Lily in the MVPs. She is a compiler. Five separate people gave her at least one uh, LVP. I I had to double check this 50 times because I could not believe I only gave her one LVP throughout the first entire first season. This is really on you. I think you've had yeah, the most missteps her... in this whole process here. <laughs> I gave her one in in school lies. You are the only one that gave her multiple. You gave her only two though. You gave her wow. one in uh, the Seventeen Candles episode, probably for losing Guitar Hero against Serena, and <laughs> in, in, in the uh, All About My Brother episode, and then also uh, both Nicoles came on to to throw an LVP at Vanessa, and also Lita came on to uh, throw an LVP at well, Vanessa. Thank God for so the guests the, the guest... here. Yeah, the guests came on, and they did not want to miss their chance to no, give yeah. Vanessa an LVP. They won't so. give A's, but they will throw shade at Vanessa. Yes, she gives. She gets six total LVPs from five different people. Very impressive stat. And I then, mean, her ratio is definitely much higher than Serena because she's probably on maybe half the amount of episodes as Serena. Yes, yes, that is very true. She, she Do you have the stats on, that about, on how show. many she's actually in? 
No, I, she wasn't even in the first few episodes of the show at all. And then right. there's also a stretch towards the end where she misses a couple episodes. So to have six in probably she's just in like, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12 episodes. That is very impressive. Yeah. Okay. And then number one, you have no one to blame but yourself, Brendan. Serena with seven total LVPs. Can I guess that I gave me, her three? And four from you. Wow. You gave her four LVPs, your supposed favorite character. Yeah, to a certain point. To a certain point. <laughs> I gave her three. One in the Wild Brunch, one in the Blair Bitch Project, and one in Desperately Seeking Serena. You agreed with me with Blair Bitch Project and Desperately Seeking Serena. You also gave her one in Woman on the Verge and School Lies. So that's... No guest gave Serena yeah. an LVP. That was I just mean, us. I she was crying and complaining four. and lying for four episodes straight, and this is what, that's what you get. So you tried to blame me for Vanessa not being number one, but I'm blaming you because every chance you got <laughs> towards the, the home stretch of episodes, you were throwing LVPs at Serena. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll take the hit so, on this one. You came into the show. You said, I like Serena. I don't like Blair. And look where you are now, giving Blair now. five MVPs total and Serena four LVPs total. See, that's what you get when you think, like, just because you love an actress so much, she's going to be your favorite character. That's that's not how TV works, my friend, Brendo. No, no, no. Um, and let's say, uh, just very quickly, I will give you the net MVP. So if you do plus one for an MVP and minus one for an LVP, oh, yeah, like this, this is how we will get the, the true MVPs of the season right. so far and of the show in general, if we're keeping track of a, like a top okay. five, bottom five, sort of like what we did with the episodes. Uh, yeah. So 20 people total were relevant enough to get either an MVP or an LVP. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, you know, top 20. Top 20, not top 20 characters, but uh, the ranking of the 20, you know, overall characters here. Yep. Number 20, Vanessa. Negative six overall. She had no MVPs and six <laughs> LVPs. So yeah, okay. Serena so may she... have acquired the most LVPs, right. but Vanessa, we can confidently say Vanessa is the LVP of We're getting the, the true value out of these characters here with this stat. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is why you have to go more in-depth on the stats Absolutely. Uh, number 19, Captain. Captain Archibald with negative four. He's got zero MVPs and four LVPs. Excellent. And then just to round out the bottom five, three-way tie for 16 uh, with negative three total um, overall. Allison Humphrey, no MVPs and three LVPs. Mrs. Excellent. Ann Archibald, Mrs. Captain, zero MVPs, three LVPs. Very and good. Serena, with her four MVPs, still manages wow. to get into the bottom five characters because of her seven LVPs. Really she bad stretch. Negative three net Damn. MVPs overall. Wow. So she's so, not even that much further away from, <laughs> from Vanessa. <laughs> and it's it's especially bad when you see the person who's right ahead of her. Uh, the person in 15th place is the very person who... Um, betrayed her brother asher with negative two he's Jesus. zero mvps and two lvps but more of an mvp in this show than serena is because he's only in uh the two episodes <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look so good and then before we get into the the top half of this the top 10 we have a four-way tie for 11 they each have negative one uh r.i.p pete fairman who has no mvps in one lvp okay hedge fund bro no MVPs, one LVP. Eleanor Waldorf with no MVPs and one LVP. And Nate Archibald, who's going to fall mm. into the negative here. Because okay. I, I tried. I tried. That's Nate. not so bad for him, two MVPs, no. But he had three LVPs overall. So he's... I mean, half one. of those people were just like one-off uh, characters there. But uh, we had some yeah. some long-time, some main, main cast members just under the mark of, uh, of average. I guess if you're calling zero average. Yeah. I mean... I think you have to say Zero is probably a below average character, but in just a terms of, you know, z- Zero zero is Zero. Zero is the middle. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's stats 101 for Zero line. is Zero. Zero is the middle. And speaking of Zero, we have a two-way tie for ninth place, rounding out the, the uh, top ten here. 
who have exactly zero points. And not because they didn't get any MVPs or LVPs, but because they ended up averaging out. Uh, and Rufus had one MVP and one LVP. Uh, and, that's pretty uh, on Ch- par for him. Like, very average, mediocre yeah. character. And then Chuck, more, much more wild, with wow. four MVPs and Extremely four LVPs. Extremely polarizing. So he really, uh, he really balanced himself out there, which I think is uh, also not too surprising. Yeah, it's fair. So let's get into the top eight. And very funny that... Just by the nature of being on the positive side, Dorota and Penelope are tied for seventh with one MVP and no LVPs. <laughs> Good for them. We had a similar thing with the the negative ones too. Yeah, to- a top a top seven or eight character here with Penelope and Dorota. Yeah. Good. These you are love, the kind of people that just like they really seize the opportunity. If I told you, you know, who was a was the uh, seventh best character of the first season of Gossip Girl, I wouldn't believe you if you said Penelope. But the stats don't <laughs> lie. The stats do not lie. No, no. Well, she, uh, Which means, she has some of the best uh, outfits and eyebrows of any character so far. So That is true. And so now let's get into the top five because we do have a two-way tie for five here with uh, two net MVPs. Georgina with two MVPs and no LVPs. And then Eric with three MVPs and one LVP. They're both going to tie here with two. So uh, happy for them for uh, yes. you know being tied for that last spot in the top yeah, five. We're not being in that many episodes either, but still uh, getting up there. Yep, and if you would have only given Georgina an MVP along the way, she could have been above Eric. Yeah, she just didn't. She's not my style. Like, I appreciate what she does for the show, but just as a a character herself, I I, that's not the way I give out MVPs. Unfortunately, everyone is not my criteria now. I can I can hear. I'll I'll add the booze. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so number four, three net MVPs here. Dan Humphrey. He's got four MVPs and only one LVP. Your guy, Dan. Happy to see him here at number four. Yeah, I feel like he kind of walks the line of like not being so um, negative in a lot of episodes. He doesn't have any like really bad, bad stretches of uh, of eps. Um, he's usually just kind of like medium to good. He's never like an outstanding character in any episode. He's not really like carrying the weight of the show. He's usually just like, all right, this guy's pretty solid. He's like he's the Mr. Man Consistency. Of the show. He's yeah. old, reliable. That Dan Humphrey, definitely. So, number three, Lily. She's got four. Uh, net MVPs with five MVPs, one LVP. Uh, so good for Lily. Still holding on to third place there. Yeah. Number I usually two. enjoy when she's on, on screen, oh, so on. That, that's that's good. Yep. I like Lily. Yeah, yeah. Also, with a, 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 a babe of so a mom. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we flag up the DILF all the time here. We don't we don't give the MILF enough. No, credit. yeah. She's probably one of the best-looking women on the show. Wow. You hear that, Lily? Brendan is a big fan. Big fan. Uh, number two. We had a tie with MVPs between Jenny and Blair. But when you break it down, Blair had three LVPs to Jenny's only one LVP. So Blair mm. with five net MVPs and Jenny with seven. Very impressive for Jenny here. Wow. Who has eight MVP points total and only one LVP to Blair's eight MVPs and three LVPs. So Blair, uh, not the MVP of the season. She is at five. Jenny will be the MVP of season one. And going into this show, I remember you saying that a lot of people at this point really hate Jenny. I think even moving forward, people hate Jenny. And we, oh, we yeah. did a good job of representing her here. Yes, justice for Jenny. Uh, hopefully, this podcast is changing the minds of people. Uh, not with Vanessa, who people also hate. We will we will <laughs> gladly join you in that. But Jenny, at least, yeah. we really want to just rebrand her image here and get her back on top. So, I mean, I think these this uh, process really really uh, reflects how I feel because you have the top five: Jenny, Blair, Lily, Dan, and then Eric and Georgina with a tie for fifth. Mm-hmm. And you have the bottom five with Vanessa, the captain. And then Allison, Mrs. Captain, and Serena. And yeah. 
I think that is probably close Absolutely. to how I would like rank characters here if I was doing a top five yeah. and bottom five for the season. If you look at the end of each spectrum, having literally like uh, Vanessa at the bottom and having Blair and Jenny at the top, I, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Yep. And only eight people finished with a net positive. Ten had a net negative and two were at exactly zero. Uh, we can confidently say that Jenny's the MVP where Vanessa is the LVP. And I guess we've... We, like I mentioned, we have two at zero. Chuck and Rufus both at zero. And since they are both zeroed out right now, uh, predict for each of them, will they finish the series with a net positive or a net negative at the end of the series? Um, I can definitely say for Chuck, he's going to end up with a net positive because everyone's been saying that he gets better and better. Like you don't want him to because uh, the way he starts the series and also knowing the actors, the way the way he kind of uh, has trended it's unfortunate that his mm-hmm. character becomes so likable. So that's, that's what I've been hearing from everybody. I'm going to guess that he continues to get better and funny. Okay, okay. Yeah. And what about uh, Big Daddy Rufus? Big Daddy Rufus, I think, is going to kind of just continue to walk that middle line because he's kind of boring, and I think a zero is on par for a boring character. So he's just going to end the show with exactly zero. Exactly. He will be, without a doubt, a zero. All right, great. And uh, So... Let's rank the characters now. You know, we put it off for the for the grand finale. And I guess I'll just say that um, yesterday I saw a friend of the show, Big GD, Gina Dorso, and uh, I asked her how her holiday season went, and we also we asked her who was the MVP and LVP of her holiday season, uh, like based on her <laughs> her time with her family. So this really is just how you talk to people <laughs> in real life now. And I also cracked up because. Um, Meg happened to be in town, and Gina was like, "Oh, can we go pick up Meg?" And I went and picked up Meg, uh, Meg Donahue, also future guest of the podcast, and I was driving back to my house with her. And she was telling a story in the back of the car, and I literally went to go turn on the turn up the volume knob of my car, thinking that I was listening to a podcast, but it was just Meg talking quietly in the back of my car to me. Just like well, <laughs> this is the, the kind of insane person I've become because I, I'm always just in the car listening to shows. I tried to turn up my friend's volume while she was speaking to me. <laughs> I mean, good try. Meg is Meg is very quiet. <laughs> Famously um, quiet. I will say uh, they've lost their right to come on to the podcast now. I will be losing their numbers because they uh, did not want to hang out with me when they were in town. So I guess uh, they can find another podcast to talk about Gossip Girl on. And um, sorry, guys, you did this sure. yourself. I'll tell them they're banned. Um, no, you don't have to. They listen. They'll hear this. Oh, they actually do. And they, and they will weep. <laughs> they better weep. <laughs> All right. So let's rank the main characters. Jesus I, wept. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> this is... um. <clears throat> sorry. I had to clear my throat a little. But uh, Brandon, you'll... Let me clear my throat. Uh-huh. Um, another, another one. <laughs> this is tough for me because I do have a main character ranking, but it is based on the entire series. So I kind of had to put... Uh, get into the mind frame of yeah, if I was just watching season one, either how I felt at season one or, yeah, or, you know, even just after this one rewatch, how do I feel after one season and rank them that way? So I did do that. And, but I don't want to influence your decision. So I want you to rank the uh, nine characters, the nine main characters we have here. And you can go in any order you want. You can go one to nine. You can go nine to one. You could uh, do something ridiculous and start with five and then branch out <laughs> from the middle to the end. So I don't know yeah, why you would do that, but, but uh, the floor is yours. <laughs> You don't need um, me to tell you who the nine main characters are, right? You, you, you know. I probably are. wouldn't. I'll need some help at some point, but uh, I'll, I'll start at the top. That's probably easiest for me to do this off the dome. Um, clear to say, with all the stats we just gave out, that Blair's my number one at this point in time. Uh, I just love, love everything it. she does. You've already, you've yeah. already come to the dark side, and we yeah. love it. 
And I remember it's funny because it's something about her personality that makes me realize how beautiful she is too because you've been talking about this since the start of the show and I was always like, well, the first few I, was, I didn't understand what you were saying because she seemed like kind of just okay looking. And I think her personality has really shown her her true glow in my eyes. And by the end of the season, I'm sure she was the same age the whole time and like she didn't like get older and more attractive. She just yeah, I don't think I is, don't think she fluctuated in age that much yeah. in the first season. <laughs> I'm guessing she didn't. I think she went fairly linearly linearly throughout the, the first part, season right? with her with her age. Yeah. I, if uh, I had to guess, I would say she probably aged one day per day. Probably. Uh, but who's to say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, Blair. Uh, that'll be if we ever get her on the pod. That'll be the first episode we ask. I mean, <laughs> first you question we day? ask. First and only because she will hang up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these psychopaths? <laughs> now we have a lot of questions to get to, but uh, number one, I guess I can't think of anything else uh, that I would rather ask. How? Like, I I know you started off the show. You were, I believe, twenty one in the first episode. Um, how fast did you age throughout? <laughs> Brendan thinks you were maybe 25 by the end of the first season. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> okay, so number so, one is Number Blair. one with the bullet, Thank Blair. Thank God. Um, I want to go ahead and like kind of mirror the the rankings that we just had and say, well, even even though that's not actually true because Jenny was number one and Blair was number two, but I, since I gave Blair more MVPs and Jenny the second most, I'll give her my number two spot. Nice, um, nice. With that said, I got to give some some men some love. Unfortunately, no one ever, no one's ever enjoyed. Listen, there that. are men in the show. We can't just write them out. I know, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chuck as my number three. He just gives wow. me so many good moments in the show, and he gives me all the best laughs. Besides, whenever Blair's not giving me the the comedy, it's always coming from Chuck. Um, yeah, and I, if we can, if we, we like, we, we were like gonna get a this top high three Chuck. for Chuck. I'm surprised he's not number one. So just just having him down yeah. at number three is a and blessing. I, th- I think we, we've talked about this enough where we kind of just hope that um, the first episode is no longer canon with all the, the rape attempts that Chuck's had. And I think right. that was more because they were trying to uh, write the show like the the manga, if that's the right word for it, the <laughs> comics that they, that they the short stories that they had. Um, and th- then they start. You think there's Gossip Girl it. comic books out there? <laughs> Whatever the, the, the books man, are that you guys are talking about. You know, not every source <laughs> material is manga. <laughs> it's just a book. It, like they're books. They're I novels. thought it was like a graphic novel. I don't know why. I didn't know it no, was like they're, an actual. No, they're, just, they're just short little novels. There's no illustrations or anything. It's just <laughs> unless I get my hands on it, I'm going to start drawing pictures in the books. <laughs> um, so yeah, get, get your hands on the Gossip Girl manga. Out there. <laughs> The, the manga is actually just my copies of the books that people have to buy from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Chuck is at number three. Chuck here. is at number three. No matter what you might think about me, he, he's sitting pretty at the top three spot. Um, Then I'll probably go Dan. Dan, like we okay. said, is Mr. Mr. Ol, uh, reliable. Uh, pretty always, good, always good for uh, a sarcastic quip or something. Yeah, and I, I do I do like when he's on screen. He usually, he's a, I think he's a good actor. His his quips are good. He's a quick, I mean, he's good, a, good actor. Uh, He's a good-looking guy as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, just never just hate like, having him on the screen. Just like Corey's brother, good-looking guy. And uh, all Corey's right, world. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, great. Didn't think we were gonna <laughs> compare Dan to uh, Eric Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's number. Four. I like that. That's your, that's your go-to hot guy. <laughs> apparently. Well, I'm thinking of the song. He's like, he's a good-looking guy. The, the, oh, the, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. He's also a hunk on that show too. I think he gets less looking, less good looking when he cuts his hair. No, I think um, towards the end when he when he grows his hair out, it gets wild. Yeah, and he or gets, I guess that's before chubby. he cuts it. 
Yeah, well, listen, we don't fat shame on this podcast. We don't, but, but he just, like, um, his chubby cheeks aren't as cute as his, uh, his chiseled jawline <laughs> that he has early on. Good, good Some good would point, disagree. People, some, people do love chubby cheeks. Um, so that's number four. Number five. Number five. Maybe I'll go, I'll split the difference with Serena here because I liked her so much in the first half of the series of the season and disliked her in the second half. And she still is always fun to watch on screen because she's one of the most beautiful women of all time. Obviously, as we all know, Blake Lively is incredible. Um, and I do, I just like, the, she has a weird way of speaking, which is enticing to me as I watch. She just, I don't know if she, she doesn't like mumble per se, but she just has like, it sounds like she has something in her mouth. Like she's saving food for later that I enjoy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I, so I like that. Okay. Uh, so that's why she earns the number five spot. Okay, great. <laughs> um, Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to bring her down to number six because Lily earns, earns a spot above okay, her. I, think her mom's I, I actually, thought you were forgetting yeah. Lily. No, I was forgetting Lily because she is more consistently good than Serena for sure. Um, and I, I love myself a good MILF. I, I love a good cougar. Uh, so she gets that five spot down to number six for Serena. Then we're getting to the lower tiers here. We, who do we have? We have Nate, Vanessa, and Rufus left. That is correct. Um, so with those people left, I'm going to go Rufus, Nate, and Vanessa. So Rufus seven, Nate eight. Yeah, not much to say about Rufus. We've, Vanessa we've nine. beaten the two pulp here, but Nate is just kind of. I don't think he's a bad character. He just he's just been boring for a majority of the series so far, and uh, hoping he picks it up because I think he can. He he has some moments of of some glimmers of hope throughout this first season. Um, but majority, like we we've talked about it with a couple guests that he. Just doesn't have much to work with with the, with what the writers are giving him. So I think he, he he can pick it up and maybe give us some comedy in the next couple seasons. But Vanessa just uh, has absolutely no hope for me. What a bad character. <laughs> Love it. Love that you're already here. Um, yeah. My main character rankings, based on my recent rewatch of season one, Blair, number one, never in doubt. Jenny, going to be number two. I mean, Blair and Jenny have been doing it all for me, as you can see with all of the MVPs that they've, uh, you know, compiled yeah so they're clear one two they're saying this is gagan's season one ranking only yes for someone who's seen the whole series this is strictly a season one for him yes i do have an overall ranking that i I, obviously we will get into when we finally finish um every episode but just based on season one blair is number one jenny is number two i have dan at number three here um little higher than you Mm um i mean it's pretty much the same here except i have chuck lower than you so i have dan three lily four serena five even though we've been very critical of serena i think i think serena is so charming in the first you know half of even more than the first half of the season it's i really came on strong loving serena out of the gate so based on just season one i will be keeping her here right in the middle as a top five character and then um kind of the opposite of that chuck comes on so negative that by the end i am of the season, I am begrudgingly, be begrudgingly, sorry, tough to talk sometimes. Begrudgingly admitting that you know <laughs> we he have is the same kind a of great character, but uh, Serena does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in honor of Blake Lively, <laughs> that I listen for the first episode. I just have to dock him enough That's to okay. keep him out of the top yeah. five. He's going right. to be six. I don't really because when I said it, you said really Serena above Chuck. Yeah, I know, but like I, I get it. It, <laughs> it is. It's a tough start. And then our bottom three will be the same, but I have Nate and Rufus switched. I have Nate at seven because at least he's given me something when he punches his dad. I still like Nate as a person. I mean, I don't hate Rufus as a person. Yeah, because we always say we enjoy when he interacts with other characters, too. So he he does have some moments. They just don't know what to do with him outside of the family stuff. Yeah. And then the opposite thing is they're trying to do too much with Rufus. Just... 
give Rufus the Nate treatment and keep him out of keep right. out of the story and, until we need him for something. Yeah, let Nate so, meet some girls in an art studio and leave Rufus out of it. And then Vanessa is just you know worse then, than Rufus, yeah. the only actively bad character so far. Vanessa, obviously nine out of nine. Um, any notable supporting characters you want to give uh, like blue ribbons to? Supporting characters, none that I I, I think we've talked. I think uh, I forget which guest said. Maybe Mel said it, but the minions as a whole have uh, done a great job. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll say that Georgina. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Eric. Obviously, everyone's a big Uh, fan of. That's uh, that's my my biggest one. That's that's a good one. So you'll give Eric as an honorable mention, and then uh, Dorota hasn't done much yet, but still just got every chance I get. Just saying that Dorota's a great character. Sure. Um, and now. We also have to do the main character hotness ranking. Um, nah, he, he's we, really we what will, everyone's been waiting for. Yeah, this is what everyone's been doing, and I, and I know I, you know, I we don't have to do this, but I think when you have a cast as hot as this, it would kind of be a disservice not to do this. Um, we will not be ranking Jenny. She is uh, fourteen, recently turned fifteen in the show, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we try not to sexualize her. She's pretty young. Yeah. Um, and but everyone else is fair game. I did not uh rank the adults you yes i did not rank the adults you can if you want but i only have these six these six um this the six you know main sure i don't want to say teens because i don't want to say we're ranking teens because the actors that are playing them are not teenagers but uh in the context of the show they are they are teenagers i guess but so you you can go first again because i don't want me to influence you at all sure 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 um i'm gonna go ahead and say Blake Lively. I don't, I don't know the actor's name still, unfortunately. Uh, that's something I should know by now. I, d- I, don't, know how that's, I don't know how that's possible, but go know. on. Um, but yeah, you don't have... We are ranking uh, the characters. We are not even ranking sure. the actors, so you can just... Serena, number one, for sure. Then I also want to preface that I am, unfortunately, straight, but uh, Serena is number uh, one. Blake Lively... And Blake you know Lively what? I think we two. just lost half, half of our <laughs> listenership. I think everyone just turned the pot. I don't know why you would reveal that. We could have just went through the whole they podcast didn't even know. Uh, flirting with your ambiguous sexuality but unfortunately <laughs> well maybe this uh, this show can help uh, change that by the end of the, end of the series the, we'll see. the secret's out this is the only reason we couldn't call the, the podcast the gossip gaze is because of you <laughs> <laughs> that would be really good was that something that you were flirting with until uh, I came out as hetero <laughs> yes until you came out of the hetero closet unfortunately <laughs> we cannot do that anymore so that's all funny. right so Serena's uh, number okay, one so for you. Serena's number one uh, Blair number two. Uh, I think Dan earns a spot as number three with that incredible jawline, even though he has those stupid sideburns I really don't like. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, who else am I missing? Nate, I think, looks better than Chuck at this point because we, everyone's been talking about uh, the ridiculous haircut that Chuck gets mm-hmm. rid of by season two, hopefully. Yeah, we have, we have not gotten the Chuck glow up yet. No, we have not. Uh, so let's four... Who, who's the... Who am I missing here? Vanessa. Vanessa counts as the six? Okay. So there we go. She's definitely my last... I mean, you don't have out. to. You don't have to if you don't want, I guess. But... Um, yeah, I, I mean, guess Jessica, it's just going to go Jessica like that. another beautiful... Another beautiful I, uh, actor. So I, I guess I, so. I think it's just that her character just does such a disservice to her looks. <laughs> like I was saying earlier about how Blair became more and more attractive as she got a, to be a better character in my eyes. So I'll say Vanessa's last and uh, Chuck will be five. All right, so for me, I think, and this is just, I have my overall, uh, you know, hotness rankings of, of the main five, at least. I'm very vocal about what I feel is definitively the right answer. But as far as just their looks in season one go, 
Dan, I mean, come on. Penn Badgley is just one of the hottest people in the world. Uh, if you haven't seen him serial killing in you, that is a big disservice to you because he's uh, looking very good in that as well. So Dan, <laughs> as he kills, obviously, he's hot. <laughs> obviously number one. And then Leighton Meeser is just one of the most beautiful women on the face of the earth as well. So Blair has to be number two. They, I mean, they. oh my God, they are two of the most beautiful people in the world. And a big reason as to why I say that this is uh, maybe the most attractive cast in, mm-hmm. in the history of shows. So um, as far as number three goes, in this season i'm gonna say i'm gonna say nate because chase crawford another good looking handsome yeah young he, he man. looks he's a straight up model yeah and then um you know don't love the haircut but it's not so bad I think that's, that, that's um, why he's under uh dan for me yeah i think haircut. he could do something better with that hair uh mm-hmm. number four is gonna be serena who is gorgeous she's very beautiful she's just uh you know she's just too tall and i don't trust a tall person so wow unfortunately <laughs> the uh the <laughs> freaky tallness of, of serena vanderwoodson is going to drop her down to four. what about our girl taylor swift though she's a she's immense i mean listen if we are ranking uh the best songwriters and performers of our generation taylor swift is up there but if we're uh doing attractiveness i'm gonna have to put her right next to serena vanderwoodson <laughs> wow <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah, good fr- they're probably person. such good friends because they're both so freakishly tall. That's true. Um, so number five, I will have Vanessa, who is, you know, very annoying, but also very gorgeous in her own right. And then Chuck, yes, I got to put him at six out of six so far. He has not figured out what to do with his hair yet. So <laughs> he's going to he's going to suffer because of that. And you said you were going to rank the adults, right? And then you didn't. So you don't oh, have to. I, I was going to let you do the kids first and then the kids. <laughs> and then Stop calling them to kids. The- <laughs> No, I, I, I'm I, not, not going to do all the adults. I'm going to just give like honorable mentions to my favorites and say that. Like, okay, yeah, you can do that. Pretty clearly, like Rufus and Lily, like I think part of the reason why their uh, plot lines are enticing is because they're both like they're a, a couple of hotties. We call them the Dill for a reason. Lily's a babe, maybe almost as attractive as her daughter. Um, I think she, I think uh, Eleanor is just uh, she's all right. She looks like she looks like a, a true mom. Like Lily looks like she's like a young mom and Eleanor just looks like a plain old mom. Um, <laughs> and then Allison, actually Allison is maybe ranks above Eleanor. Cause she is pretty, but she's so annoying that she's not that good looking. Um, and then we have Nate's crazy parents and the captain is just like, has a terrible haircut, <laughs> receding hairline. Um, this is the, this section is just the Brendan Ruppel roast of the, <laughs> of the stupid, ugly like, parents of gossip. Those stupid like neck curls he's got going on. Like, what, what is that even? Um, I barely even remember what Nate's mom looks like in my head right now because she's just so terrible. I just think I just close my eyes every time she's on screen. Listen, and, and again, you do not talking. have to do... I, I, I cannot emphasize enough how you do not have to rank the adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for it. Um, and then who who are others? parents we have? We have uh, Bart Bass. He looks older than he actually is supposed to be. And his... The, like, the stoic, silver fox of the series. He is a good-looking man, but he's so stoic he scares me. And uh, I, I'm not attracted to fear like some people are. So <laughs> I'll rank him uh, just above Eleanor. And that, okay. that, it's, not, it's not clear what order those are in, but just know that no, Bruce and Lily but, are the hottest. Yeah, good good luck to whoever's updating the wiki here because uh, <laughs> figure out disaster. what Brendan just said because I stopped listening at some point. <laughs> so <I'm, laughs> good thing you guys are out there <laughs> continuing to listen to this. Uh, so that's it. That's, that's uh, how we feel about the characters so far, how we feel about how beautiful they are as well. And I guess, you know, we're one season in. You might as well pre- predict who Gossip Girl is just for fun. I mean, the series obviously still did not know who Gossip Girl was and still won't for <laughs> a long, long time. But 
if you want to just if you want to just guess you can you can do it and we'll see uh you know five seasons down the line if you were correct or not um i guess i'll just throw in chuck as possible gossip girl all right, and you I know. will not react at all so as not to give anything away because okay. you are still unspoiled, but that is uh, his uh, Brendan's official prediction at the end of season one, and we'll see and if And you can tell me this much, though, but like, Gossip Girl is a, a cast member that we know at this point that we have seen on camera. We have met Gossip Girl. I have... Okay. I, well, I don't want to say... But like, I, 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 now I'm getting like uh, paranoid that the word met is too much of a spoiler. Like, I, no, I'm I, not, uh, uh, we, not deep into it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gossip Girl is uh, someone been that has been on the in, ser- in the show, show so yeah. far. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I'll stand by that for now. And hopefully, that's not too much of a spoiler for one. But okay, I, th- I think we did a good job of uh, stretching out. The- we're almost at a full length. Ep- we are at a full length episode. No, we are. Point. We like when we were had plenty of we bullshit doing earlier on. I think we were. Yeah, <laughs> and I enjoyed the stats. I, they, you said they they might be dry, but I I think that kind of stuff is pretty fun. Um. It's a deep dive on like kind of showing how we feel without words, but with numbers. Yeah, and you know, I I enjoy it. I love rankings and stats and all that stuff. So if anyone out there doesn't like it, then you know what? Skip the episode. What do I care? And I'm sorry if you've gotten all the way to the end of it now, and I'm just now giving you the idea to skip it. I guess it's probably too late. But for the next one, yeah. you could definitely skip it. Don't skip it, though. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll, that'll okay, hurt. Don't, please don't. Yeah, you will. that will be... Um, a slap in the face to Brendan, so don't don't skip yeah. it for him at least, not for me. But Especially for because to dive into plugs, we have a good episode coming up next week. Yes, we do. We have... Let's let's get into plugs. Plug plug our yeah, shit. Let's, plug let's your shit. Um, girlfriend of the pod, Nicole's coming back on next week to talk about Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Look out for that one. We're gonna do a post movie recap of that bad boy. Hopefully, it's short enough for Matt Lagori's taste, but we'll find out. <laughs> yes, for, it'll be our first two-time guest. Nicole will be <laughs> back, and um, hopefully, it is a movie, so hopefully, we can keep it reasonably short. I don't know. Uh, Honestly, with movies, I feel like it's easier to keep them short for some reason because there's not as much on the bone with like yeah. character development. Yeah, we could just do like, like that, yeah. So I think we could just yeah, do like we'll, a big we'll, we'll picture. It. It'll be about the same length, hopefully. And if anyone is wondering why fun. we are covering that, it is because Blake Lively is, of course, in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, and uh, neither Brendan nor I have seen it. So, so expert Nicole will be driving that vehicle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm, I'm excited. It's a, a pretty well-known movie that uh, just slipped us as young young lads. And I have um, no idea what it's about. Like, I'm excited to see where these pants factor yeah. and what's going on with them. I, it was a, I'm pretty sure a book first, but I mean, we'll get. It. I think the book maybe came out almost simultaneously. Yes, it was. A, I like... believe it started off as a manga, and then it was adapted <laughs> into the, into the <laughs> <Right>. big screen. <laughs> Um, but we have uh, a Rory Gilmore popping up in that movie too. So we have we have a lot of uh, oh, that's right. There's a lot of famous people in that movie from from that era. Oh, this is very exciting. Um, yeah, I, I I don't even know if it's supposed to be quality or if it's just like a, a movie that people of a certain age. It was like very Nicole was the target audience as a right. like 12 year old girl at the time. But maybe it'll be good. Who knows? If not, we're gonna have a good time talking about All it. All right. Way. Do you have anything else? Um, so we have that, and then we have um, hello. Where'd you go? After that, oh, we're going to start season cut out for a second, two sorry. the following week. So if you are not interested in listening to us talk about the movie, I guess I guess you'll have to skip it. I don't want to say the S word, but you can skip that one and then come back for a rousing season of The Lonely Boys. We are not canceled. We are coming back for a full No, we season. are not. No, baby. And I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see what happens uh, over the summer. 
Absolutely. Of the Gossip Girl yes. world. Um, just to say again that the first episode of the second season is called Summer Kind of Wonderful. So we will at least be getting one episode about the summer going ons nice. or goings on of the uh, Gossip Girl cast. So, um, yeah, besides that, uh, for me, anyway, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show my new high school musical podcast. Every episode should be released by this point. So, um, check them all out. If you love high school musical, and if you love high school uh, themed stuff like this Gossip Girl show is, uh, maybe you'll like High School Musical as well. So, and I know you already love me because you're listening to this. So just uh, listen to me and Matt Ligori's great takes about High School Musical. You can find that over on the Choir Room feed. So if you just type in the Choir Room on Apple or uh, Spotify, you'll find that it's the most recent episodes. A lot of fun there. Uh, besides that, I started watching a new show. Well, I mean, it's not a brand new show on Netflix, but it is a relatively new show on Netflix. Do you have any idea what that is, Brendan? Relatively new show on Netflix. You're uh, not going to get it. No, okay, then I'm not going to Okay, great. It. I've started watching a show called Elite, and it is uh, very good. There are four Is se- it Elite? There, yeah, there are four seasons on Netflix right now. It is a Spanish uh, teen drama. It is... Um, I mean, it's. I, I've pretty much just described it as the Spanish version of Gossip Girl. It is. It feels okay. much more like Gossip Girl than uh, the actual reboot of Gossip Girl does. Oh wow! You know, the only thing oh, is, it fun. is Spanish, so you can you can watch it dubbed in English, or you can watch it with subtitles, like I do. But it is very good. I am two and a half seasons in out of the four. It has already been uh, renewed for a fifth and sixth season, and it is wow. so so good. I mean, I this. So it's not brand new. So you're you're coming into a new season. Yeah, it started in 2018, okay. and they've done one cool. season a year so far, and they've been renewed for two more. It was described to me as the uh, gay or hornier Spanish version of Gossip Girl. So <laughs> if you're like Brendan and you've been complaining wow, that there's that not like something that there's me. that there's not enough sex scenes in uh, in this Gossip Girl, then head on over to like I, 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 cannot... I, I have also been saying there's not enough Spanish dialogue in this series too. <laughs> well, Serena's trying. Serena speaks in every language. She's trying to get <laughs> if it, anyone so. is her. <laughs> But yeah, plenty of Spanish in in the Spanish show Elite. I mean, cool. I am. I would just like everyone to check it out. If you like Gossip Girl, you're gonna love Elite. And besides that, obviously check out Sex Lives of College Girls, which is still on HBO Max. Brendan, hopefully yeah. someday you'll give that a chance. Uh, you can follow we'll me. Get there. You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys at I always, The Hoppy Boys what, Pod. Yeah, what trips me up is. I can't remember if there's a the in there. and uh, Yeah, I should drop the the. It's cleaner, as Facebook says. But <laughs> for now, we still have the Happy Boys Pod. We are also... No, you should change it to... Uh, on Instagram with the Lonely Boys Pod at the Lonely Boys Pod. Change it to at the, the Metapod. Pod take, at a real, take a real page out of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Um, before we go, though, I almost forgot we said we were going to do this last week. And I have a couple uh, reviews Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And again, since we're on this plug section, we just... Putting, putting it out there, guys, please, please rate and review us five stars. Well, not even five. Rate us what you think we deserve. We don't want to solicit these five stars if we don't deserve it. So give us what, whatever you want. I just want to read some funny All or right, just so you, earnest you gra- uh, reviews on Sorry, here. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. But you, you grabbed the reviews, though, because I did say we would do this and then completely forgot. Yeah, I, I only have the ones on Apple Podcast. I don't know where the other ones are. I could probably start, I don't know if there are some on uh, Spotify, but most of our listeners are on Apple Podcast. So I'm assuming these are the... The only the, the two that that we really have. Um, so we have so far five five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. That's why I'm complaining so much because I know we have so many people that at least want to give us a one or two or a three, uh, but everyone's too scared to do so. Please give us something. Um, otherwise, we have two written reviews 
First one from Sam Stanish. Yes, future friend of the pod. Yes, it's a five-star rating that says, forget Gilmore. Yeah, it's, I, it goes on just... It's very a very confusing title. Brendan, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I, well, if, if you could see what I'm reading, it, it's very difficult for me to, to understand what he's trying to say. Um, but I'll, I'll say his his review is five stars. I've been waiting for a podcast like this for years. We needed this and needed it now. Gossip Girl is so good. Plus, I am so excited to listen to these amazing hosts' thoughts every single week. Oh my god, um, so kind. So very kind from Sam Stanish. He's probably screaming at his phone because I didn't understand what he was trying to say in the title of his review, but uh, I'm stupid. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next review from Brian Scally, also future friend of the show. Also future friend of perfect, the show. Perfect spoiler-free podcast. Five stars. This podcast is perfect for a first-time Gossip Girl watcher. Hosts are hilarious with a great dynamic. Oh, wow. my God. Thank you so much. Incredible. That I mean, very nice. So thanks for those, Thank two. you, Sam. Thank you, Scally. Um, I, maybe we should have pretended that they weren't uh, future friends of the pod so it just seemed like you know uh unbiased people were rating us five stars but you know what i i don't care i'd like to uh i, I want to thank our good friends sam and scally for those lovely reviews oh yeah and we, we've gotten a few reviews from people that have just um texted you or like messaged us in our like group messenger on facebook and said nice things um but you guys could also vocalize those things in these reviews so we can read them. Otherwise, they're not really canon yet. And actually, we oh down. my god, live on air, we have another uh, review coming in. A five-star review you... from <laughs> wow. Martha Wilcox. She's, <laughs> she, she says... Let's hear it. She says, this podcast is so good i i it brings me back to my days watching gossip girl for the first time um dealing with love and loss i remember back in church when i'd when i'd go to to church every week and tell everyone about how i was watching gossip girl no one would give me the time of day so i had to write letters to my uh, long lost love about gossip girl he never wrote me back and i'm still pining for him to this day and she really just goes on she's said a lot wow. more about her church life a lot more I about they give this many characters. all the loves that she has lost and it really doesn't talk about our show at all but it is five stars so we have to think Thank Martha Wilcox again. Please wow. come on the podcast someday. Uh, your reviews are phenomenal. Yeah, Martha is uh, an MVP in her own right. And with, with that, I mean, there can't be anything else that we have to get into, right? We I was afraid this was going to be no, a thirty-minute that... podcast. We're closing in on two hours again somehow. So let's let's get <laughs> out of here before, we always seem to do before so. someone starts complaining. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for everything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, making us all this money we have. A quick update before the end of the show. We are almost at $12. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. That's my favorite part of the season recap. When we recap how much money we've made, baby. <laughs> I've still seen none of this. Brendan is raking in all the profits. <laughs> I'm saving it so far. We'll, we'll split it up at the end of the series. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll buy something at the end of the series. It'll be some Gossip Girl themed uh, present. <laughs> I can't wait. Or we could do a 50-50 raffle great. at the end. <laughs> um, all right. So, yes, follow us on Twitter. Check out our other pro- uh, projects. Um, join us next week where we will watch and discuss Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants with girlfriend of the pod, Nicole. And, you know, that'll be a lot of fun. So come back then. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO, only boys. boys. Ooh, what an episode.